expected it to turn out like this. TheBoxingVoice.com. Shout out to the community, man. I appreciate y'all. Happening people. Info Joe, Los Angeles, in the building. Adrian, the problem wrong, the man from the frozen tundra. Keem, straight out of Florida. Liz Lowe, Decatur, Georgia. You already know what it is. It's the Queen, Martha K, Detroit. Stand up. David Maldonado, New York City. Donuts. Don't cut me off, man. Don't cut me off. King Amina Vessex, catch me for the championship rounds. Big Superman. Texas. Davidian in Buffalo. God bless you all. Without y'all, it ain't nothing. Without the callers, it ain't nothing, man. Bad girl, TKO, San Diego, California. Big Fish Vega, Palm Beach, Florida. Intrigued the incredible. Straight out the ATL. James Benitez, Huntsville, Alabama. It ain't hating, it's just the truth. Show kid, Malvern, New York, suckers. Muchachos y mujeres. What's going on? What up, champ? I'm fucking feeling good, bruv. It was was an excellent night. I think that's what it was. Even though I'm starting a show late, and I know y'all gonna get at us, like, because we always late. So today's excuse doesn't matter, because it's like, yo, even if we got an excuse for being late today. We always late. I get that. But yesterday, we was putting in fucking work. Major work. I mean, what? It was a tw- I, I I had to have worked 20 hours. Definitely put in some work. You know, I don't count. Maybe I'm lying. I maybe maybe I, 17. You know, I don't count the hours because it's just not work to me. Chad, no, you're right you know? about that. But um, but it, it was, for me as an older man, it was past my bedtime. Oh, no, for sure. I got home and my phone was already thinking I was asleep. Like, all my alerts was off. Sleep time was on, and my shit was like, why well, you not in bed? Yeah, so I be having a sleep mode, mm-hmm. so I have like that one hour time. Yeah, yeah. So by the time I you got home, down. 
By the time I got home, my wind down was already ending. Mm. I'm like, damn, I still had a shower, still had a smoke, you know, still late, all that. So, but yeah, man, we was blessed yesterday. We were blessed, man, to not only interview uh, Keyshawn Davis, the Silver Melodist, and no, let's try it again. Keyshawn David Davis, me, the Silver Medalist. Ist. It's because I am Latino. Tengo la, la lengua. Yo soy oh. bilingüe, bilingüe. So yo puedo, tú sabes hacer eso. Yo te puedo hablar en cubano. O lo puedo cambiar. Y de una vez puedo decir, chacho. Nah, I'm fucking around. <laughs> I, was, I was supposed to switch up to Puerto Rican. I couldn't do it that quick. Because oh. I already went to the Cuban. It just it wasn't working. Yeah. But the point is, we were working hard. And we got a lot of footage. So head on over to YouTube.com forward slash the boxing voice. Where you'll well, see on, you'll a see. bunch of. Workout footage of Keyshawn. So if you're into boxing and you want to learn how to, you know, properly throw jabs and right hands, you can t check out that boy because he is not playing. Um, he's very good. So definitely some exclusive uh, Keyshawn Davis. Devin. Devin was nice, Training too. footage. Devin was nice. It was good to see, you know, like up close that he doesn't forget the fundamentals. You know, um... And that's why I like being in the gym. It's them little things, man. So, you know, it's it's got to be like 5 o'clock. Devin's already worked out two hours maybe. At least. And he's on the double end bag. And, you know, he's working a double end bag. And I'm just watching and I go to Danny and I'm like, yo, Peapot, he hitting the double end bag. Like every shot. Now, I, I told Danny this because, he, you know, when we used to work out, he used to get mad at me. Because I'm like, yo, turn it over, turn it over. So turn it over, obviously, that's right. You turn it. You want to turn that shit. Not just punch or you want to. Because then it recoils back. It's same with the jab. Yo, so, but, but but Ness, you, you feel me? Ness would be like the uh, the father in the bleachers, not the father that's on the sidelines actually coaching. It's like you yelling out shit. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's like. I motherfucker, you talking shit? Come show me, help me then. If you my, if you my friend and I'm doing something wrong, show me how to do it right. But no, Ness would just watch me fail so he could talk shit about He's me. He's lying laugh. like a liar. He's lying like a big fat liar. Anyway, so I picked up on that. And I'm like, look, Danny, see, see, I be telling you to turn it over. Look at Devin, bro. He got the fundamentals down pat, and it's like ingrained in him. He doesn't forget every fucking shot. It's turning. If it's a jab, it's turning. If it's the right, it's turning. If it's the fucking uppercut, he like, bruh. <coughs> that boy got the fundamentals down. The pivots, like the way he's so defensively, like he's shadow boxing, right? Boom. So he'll throw the hook, right? He'll pivot and extend the arm. So he's already shadow boxing defensively, expecting something. You understand? So he's pivoting out of danger, still expecting more danger, covering the overhand right with the left. I'm just like, yo, he nice, bro. But yesterday, this is my first time seeing Keyshawn. I'm going to be back with him today. All things go well. He'll be here today with Bo Mack here today in our private gym. Yo, 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 didn't Bo Mack say that Terrence Crawford lands in Vegas today? Plus Terrence. Oh, wow. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Yo, man. Yo, Do that again, Danny. I ain't catch it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, funny thing, too. Uh, I text you. 
I text you and I don't know if you had left. What? But uh, obviously, I'm from Chicago. Huge White Sox fan, Southside. Yeah, I ain't know um, to, Coach to, Red was from Chicago. Yeah, so so Coach Red, Bo, he come in. You know, he's from the city. He come in with the Cubs hat. Now, prior to this, Bo Mac had already asked about the hat in question on my head. And I'm like, we mm, lucky we got a. I'm few like, here. we might have like a you know a couple a couple left. So it I, was decoration. Who at? Whoa, whoa, who you said asked about that? Bo Mac. Bo Mac. Okay, yeah, he. Asked. Yeah. So, yeah. how's so, it feel when your favorite fighter's favorite coach asking for your fucking? I ain't gonna hat. lie. I told him if he come to the private gym for a walkthrough. You know what I'm saying? That's why nah, I ain't coming for no walkthrough. No, that's what I'm, I'm just Yo, saying. I told you, him that prior Mac, to y'all closing all this other stuff. I showed Bo Mac the um, Instagram video of the gym on my phone. So, I, you know, I handle my phone. Yo, he replays it like twice. And I just see him nodding his head. You know, I got that uh, money bag yo plan. <laughs> he say, big time over this the big leagues. You know, so he plays it over a couple times and he hand me the phone. And, and he like, y'all need a double end bag. And I'm like, no, 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 this video, oh, we actually got one. Mm. But I told him, I'm like, I ain't going to lie, it's a little shitty, but we got one. So then, Yo, top rank shit is shitty. I seen Keyshawn. Yeah. Complaining, yeah, yeah. That is, he said. I think he said saggy or something else with an S. What else? What he say? It, it, um, ain't the reaction. It wasn't yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? I he couldn't he, do the three. Like it wasn't, it wasn't uh, t it didn't have enough tension yeah. for the one, two, three to land. If he did the speed that they was asking for, but yeah, man, back to Keyshawn. It was just an amazing uh, opportunity to watch him work. Uh, you know, I was watching his feet. You know, he's got very interesting feet. You know what I mean? Like, he moves them feet a lot. It could be the drill, though. Again, that's also my first time watching Bo Mac work. You know? And it was funny, bro. It was funny. It was funny because Bo Mac was watching me. Every now and then, I'll catch him watching me. And I'm like, oh, I'm watching you too, champ. And then... That question, and I I was showering this morning. I'm like, fuck, I got to answer that question properly. Because he's like, yo, how'd y'all get here? And it's like, you know, I kind of answered it. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm gonna be honest, I need I to don't, like I don't let even... him know. Like, we've been number fucking one. It's just people starting to realize. Like, I've been number one on iTunes. And my competition, they ain't even had 10% of the reviews we got on iTunes. So, like... Uh, it's just the world starting to notice. So we got there by hard work. And I forgot to say that because I was in the moment with him. So I, I do want to answer that question uh, properly. properly. Yeah, it's, I remember him asking it. And I remember my response. But I didn't even... Yeah, mine was all playful and shit. And, no, then, and yeah. then I'm like, I'm sure I'm like, damn. He probably... It probably ain't registered to him. Like, you know what I mean? So I want to make sure he know. But they'll see when they come through today, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, man, it was... Yo, Keyshawn, I just his feet say, is very educated, I man. I just want to say um, a few things. Funny, when Keyshawn fought last, was here in Vegas on the Shakur Stevenson Oscar Valdez on the court. And that fight week, I remember talking to Bo Mack. And, you know, I'm walking with him. And I'm trying to get him in studio. And he tell me, like, come on, man. You know Champ don't fuck with Ness. <laughs> he like, I can't fuck with y'all. So Red come out of nowhere, throw his arm around me. He say, look, even though Champ don't fuck with y'all, 
yo, I fuck with y'all, man. Y'all the <laughs> Breakfast Club of boxing. I like what y'all got going on. So it's just great to see how things have all Bo, came full circle. It was crazy to see Red in person. Homie pretty big. Mm. Yes. Mm -hmm. He's like... He, he the one that's going to tussle with you out the group. You feel me? Like, he going to be the first one to uh, give you that football tackle. You can tell. Oh, he got yeah, some big-ass sure. shoulders, bro. I ain't know this. I ain't know that. Like, and his... What the fuck is this? The traps. He looked like he might have worked out back in the day. Yeah, I, I, I told him uh, probably go over there Sunday, throw some food on the grill, watch the football game. You know, we both Bears fans, so mm. we're probably going to suffer together. So, best dad ever... Um, we almost had Tank, man. You know, our team was talking with his team to see if we could be a team. And he wanted to use the gym, was the was the rumor. Uh, I don't know what happened. Maybe that's still a thing. Because remember, his fight's not till December. And remember, he trains out here every now and again. So hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, man. You know, um, we definitely got to... Sending positive vibes so that things like that can happen, man. And, Absolutely, and, and, man. and more notice is taken on the hard work because, and that's why I was like telling Danny, let's just keep it the way that it is because there's nothing like us, man. There's no one that gives everyone an opportunity, you know, and treats them the same, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we might get a little giddy for the bigger name but they still get the same treatment you know what i mean and uh i'm I, i'm proud of that i'm proud of that because you know like today we're gonna have a, a, a amateur in here who's gonna turn professional uh at the moment he's training with bomat and Keyshawn. he's Keyshawn's lead sparring partner for this fight and um yeah he's gonna make his professional debut in a few days and I don't I don't want to not be able to have those types of interviews and 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 learn those types of stories because I feel like that journey that I'm on with each and every fighter is better when I have more information, man. When I you know, I feel more attached if I know more about you. No, and um I'm going to be honest with you at the end of the day it's like you still don't know what's to come of this sport. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? We've been a top rank uh, on countless occasions where, you know, the A-side fighter is sparring somebody we've never heard of. And from that sparring session that we see, we then in return have that uh, individual on the show because we've been discovered to him. Mm -hmm. and, and now we're following their career. And now yeah. we're seeing what they're doing. And now it's like, okay, cool. Was, was he really like that or was it just a, you know, a sparring session? So... You know, we're able to bring these names not just into our lives, but into the lives of everybody else and able to make people aware and, uh, you know, just grow the sport first and foremost. So. Word, man. So uh, speaking of growing the sport, obviously the zone came out um, and I don't want to say it's been reported. You have to follow the CEO of the zone to notice. Obviously, we're friends on LinkedIn and fingers crossed again, hopefully we get him on the show. Fight week of Canelo Triple G. But on his LinkedIn, obviously, uh, Joe Makrowski posted that the Misfits boxing um, and that crossover, he called it sports entertainment. 
pretty weird. Sportstainment. Um, and he's like, yo, I don't know if it's good. No, not good. He definitely said that. Like, basically, he's like, he doesn't know what it is. He knows it's not traditional, but whatever it is, they're along for the ride because it's lucrative, you know, and it's growing. KSI did 445,000 pay-per-view buys. Now, granted, $10, not really can be put in the same category as anybody because even Lewis was a $30 pay-per-view, but that's not bad. That's and, not bad. And, and you know what, though? I don't even know that we want to put it in the category. I really well, like... Well, you know that people well, try to. No, no. I was going to say, I really like how they've separated, separated it. it. You know, uh, what is it that they're calling it? Um, S- series X or X-Series? You son? know, and, and even though KSI, who has had a victorious professional fight previous to... They weren't even acknowledging it. They're, you know, they're saying, you know, this is what they are in this series. And they're, they're giving it that separation. And to me, that's cool because it still allows for that crossover for new fans to come. Um, because obviously those events are on the zone and it allows people to discover new things and see new names and fighters or whatever the case may be. But it also allows for the fight fans, the diehards, to not be upset because... Hey, they're clearly saying this is, you know, something for influencers. They even had the the influencer something belt, whatever. Yeah. You know, and that's cool. And their own influencer commission. Right. And that's cool. You know, they're doing their thing, but they're making it clear it's a separate inf- uh, influencer thing. And I'm all for it, man. You know, uh, they clearly have a great turnout, great support. Um, and like I said, now that they've made their distinguishment, I'm cool. I'm all for it. That being said, you know, the whole crossover sportstainment influencer boxing is on the rise. And that's why DAZN invested. That's why they are part of this Series X and this whole, you know, um, influencer boxing. But... One of the originators, not to say the KSI is not, because obviously he was the main event with Logan Paul on the original pay-per-view, but uh, the the one to be the most successful, both in popularity and finances, uh, is Jake Paul. And he's announced his fight with what um, Dana White calls a UFC great. In Anderson Silva. Now, we spoke about this not too long ago. And, uh, I mean, I guess you were okay with the fight, right? Because oh, of who Silva is? Absolutely. You know, at the end of the day, Silva is a veteran. You know, uh, past his prime, no question. Over the But past no his MMA prime? Yeah, I mean. Or pa- you think po- ba- past both? I You can't say for boxing, you know, because he's had su- successful boxing fights as of late. You know, he made his boxing, uh, his professional boxing debut 25 years ago, Ness. Uh, so he's wow. been he's been around the block. Um, I don't know that you can say he's past. He may be past his physical prime, but as far as boxing, you know, we haven't seen him in no prime matchups. We saw him upset Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. in Mexico. 
Um, I don't know how much that says, you know, given who Chavez Jr. is uh, and his track record. Nonetheless, I'm excited. I know I've been told Silva will be conducting training camp here in Las Vegas. Um, you know, I've uh, I've been in contact with uh, people close to the camp, and uh, you know, I'm excited for that. I'm being told next week. Uh, I think they're doing the press conference sometime this week because they said right after the press conference, and they told me next week. So, you know, hopefully, we you know, I'm assuming we we will be able to get Anderson and footage and whatnot. Uh, look, man, I'm excited for the fight. I spoke to Devin last night. So you guys keep an eye out, youtube.com forward slash The Boxing Voice. Uh, Devin Haney exclusive, shout out to Champ, uh, gave me some time last night. And, you know, we spoke about the fight and, you know, he was actually very intrigued and interested with the fight. So, Because I didn't go in the room, I left you, let you do your thing. Um, did you touch on everything or did you not cover things that were spoken off air, and I don't mean what you think I mean because I'm not that stupid. I'm talking specifically the tweets. Yeah, no, I mean we we definitely spoke to S Steven Espinoza tweets, the uh, the Doug Fisher Ring Magazine tweets. Okay. We cool, spoke cool, cool. Uh, the uh, Javante Davis tweets. You know, uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I kind of hoped you came in the room because sometimes I heard you call me when you was about to, like before you walked over. He was like. Come on, Ness, you said something. Then I went over there. I seen him sitting. I seen you sitting. I'm like, did he call me? And I just turned around. Mm. So I left. Plus, I ain't want to be there because we've done that before where you're like interviewing somebody. Like, you pretty much touch on everything. Yeah, I might come over your ear and be like, psh, 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 tell you one thing. So it's like, do I really want to sit there for 25 minutes <laughs> in case you miss a question? You yeah. pretty... You know, be you be on point. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I feel that I covered everything. The the footage and you know the interviews will be up, you know, sometime soon. That's what I wanted, man. I wanted some footage, but they don't they don't want to let the cat out the bag, man. But like, you know, I know he he he's different. So especially, obviously, it's still early. Mm -hmm. It's still early. I still got to see some of these other people more, but he's different. Yeah, for sure. He's Yo, it's, uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Coach Trouble, Team Trouble. Yes. Um, Andy Vince is they out there in Houston right I now. I've seen that. Sparring with Shakur. He specifically said Shakur is special. Special. So shout out to them. He said, I spar with a lot of people, but Shakur is special. You know, he, he, and obviously I'm paraphrasing. He didn't say people. He actually said a lot of good or great fighters. fighters. But yeah, man. I got a couple of members chats. I don't want to disappear. Looks like C Soldier, member for 10 months at the contender level. Shout out to you. I can't call you champ yet. Uh, that's what's up. The Budmeister is coming through, but the Big Fish is going to give him that work. Bud emoji, Earl emoji. I got Rizzy Rizzy. No, Rizzy. Rizzy Ree? Rizzy Ree? 21 months he's been a member at the contender level. Champ, you better ask for your title shot, man. What the fuck? 21 months you sound like Dillian White. <laughs> <laughs> Ness, can you contact Robert and ask if he's still AJ's trainer? If he is, tell him AJ can use the gym if he comes to Vegas. True. Most We've been trying can. to get Robert in there to give him a walkthrough. Right. Jonathan Kidder, member for 22 months at the prospect level, says... Is the three o'clock show with Bud, Bo, and Key? 
Uh, no. I'm not rushing, but he just gets here today. We gonna let that play out. I, I, ideally, I envision him showing up here because Keyshawn's working here. If God is uh, allows everything to work the way that it uh, played out in my head, you know, Keyshawn will be working out here. Buzz shows up, and then you know we go from there. Let him see the facility and fill him out too, you know, and then see when he's available but don't really want to rush but feel free to speak about clarissa shields alicia bumgarner i've been watching a lot of their shoulder content you know shout out to those girls that this fight is on sky because sky does so much like shoulder content social media posts and things like that and um they do 24 sevens kind of like those you know, all access type of things and sit downs, uh, kind of like the Max Kellerman one. So um, we're getting a lot, and uh, obviously, it's 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 going by the wayside. Is today's Wednesday? Yes, yeah, so and the, we haven't I, talked about it here, and people are not calling in. But I want to say the presser isn't even till tomorrow, bro. You know what I'm saying? Tomorrow's Thursday. I want to say the press conference is. Yeah, tomorrow. but that's what I'm saying. A big fight, undisputed. The double header is amazing. You know, if this was if these fights were men in this caliber with those straps with this much significance tied to their fights, like we'd be talking about that shit since Sunday. It's crazy that none of you dudes have called in to say bum gone about KO, which I don't know who to pick in that fight. I'm gonna be real. I'm so influenced by the betting line telling me McKellar Mayor is the favorite. But then, she's extra confident. She's top dog confident. Like, she's so confident. And then you got to factor in that she lets hands go. She's not afraid to let hands go. Is that going to change because the girl across from her is Bumgarner who punches allegedly harder? I don't know. But she is confident. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Bumgarner's not. Bumgarner is talking her shit. And showing her confidence, but I just never expected that from McKellar to yeah. be like that. Yeah, I I was uh, surprised as well because I didn't really expect it either. Mm -hmm. But uh, man, it just got me more excited for the fight. Truth be told, you know, um, I did go see Alicia Bumgarner in camp. You guys can head over to youtube.com forward slash the boxing voice. Spoke with her and trainer Tony Harrison. So that's out. You guys can go check that out, both interview and footage. And. A lot of it too but yeah man just made me more excited for the fight like i said as uh the fight approaches i'm gonna be honest with you uh i think i'm like that with all fights now like i'm i'm not really getting that that you feel me to like a couple days out mm. because it's just like every week it's a new fight so much like a fighter i can't overlook this weekend's fights i have to you feel me? So I take it one week at a time, and I feel like for me, it's always like once we start seeing, I I guess the fight week events, your press conference, because yeah, we see the shoulder content, which has been amazing, but once you see the press conference, we'll see the face-offs. You get what I'm saying? We see the trash talk. Things start to heat up a little bit more. Well, yesterday there was kind of a face-off. They were side by side. And they had to shake hands. And obviously, Bumgarner is shorter, but it doesn't look like that much. 
the reach does look like when 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 Michaela reached for that hand to shake it. You could tell she had some length on mm. that shit. Okay. Yeah, nah, you could tell she had some length. And again, the confidence. No cough button. <coughs> um, they were told not to curse. Obviously, Sky in the UK, they all fucking got their panties in a bunch and shit. Uh-huh. They always mad at you for cursing. It's the funniest thing over there, you know? Uh, and then... Obviously, Bumgarner was cursing, which I did find strange. I don't know if she was doing it to purposely get under McKellar's skin or she really couldn't refrain from cursing. And it was pretty weird. If you were asked not to curse, why is you going all out cursing? Did you see the clip? Nah. Oh, oh, let me let me play that. <laughs> nah, I didn't. That's I funny. was people was sending me shit while we was at the gym. But it's like, you know. And McKellar let her have it. Like, not, and, and by that, I mean verbally. Like, the one thing they said was don't curse. And you still had to curse. You fucked up the whole clip. Well, she ain't say fuck up because she tried not to curse. But she's like, you messed up the whole clip. And I guess it got leaked. I don't know if this is uh, the actual clip and it got clipped. Because Ring IQ, you know, my, my, my Dominican brethren over there. Um. He loves the women. Like, that's all he follows. Yeah, he's Dominican. Never knew. Come on, bro. <laughs> y'all, don't, y'all don't hear that shit in his voice? Definitely Dominican. Ask him. Yo, he got a YouTube channel or something? Oh, yeah. He's pretty dope, bro. Because nah, a- I like him because he's like from a... He comes at it from a different standpoint. Like, he gives you facts, but he also... Like, his entertainment is... I guess voiceovers. Like, yeah. he be changing his voice. Now, uh, I'm going to be honest with you, man. He is, I got to, I take my hat off to him. Get, I, he's definitely He covers of, all the women. He's uh, the, like, you know how Broadway Joel is the Dominican yeah. voice? He's the woman's voice. Absolutely. And, uh, bro, I would say he, he kind of, like, was one of the people covering boxing that influenced me. Mm. I remember watching his shit on Facebook. Like, he used to, that's why I asked you about YouTube. I wasn't being funny. When I used to watch him, he didn't have a YouTube. It was Facebook, bro. Mm. He used to go live on Facebook. And I used to always tune in. But, yeah, man, uh, play that clip, though. I, I, I got to yeah, see I it Yeah, I mean, now. the last time we played a fucking Sky clip, which wasn't too long ago, we got flagged, but whatever. I'll play it for the live show purposes. And if you're hearing this in the future and then you don't hear this clip, YouTube flagged it and we cut it out. Sorry. That's why you should join us live here every day, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. But uh, let me give you a screen share. And that is specific standard time. Here goes nothing. Yeah, because Sky is funny about this shit. Again, you haven't been in a fighter like me. Yeah, you've been hit, but I got power. Okay? Stop cussing. You got one job, one rule. Shut up. Don't cuss. Shut up. Shut up. You can't even figure it out. Shut up. Shut up. Like I said year so apologies literally shut up now you talking to me one thing i would say is we want to try and keep it yeah we can't have the swearing year so again you haven't been in a fighter like me yo i love how he always puts the little laughing noise and he makes it like 70s show all his sound bites are like 
old school shows, uh, like television shows. So I, I, I rock with him. Um, it's crazy because it's Julius. I was about say, all this time his name escaped me. I, that's why I'm like, yeah, my Dominican brother is Julius. <laughs> my bad. I'm not gonna lie, this shit's funny as fuck to me. And I don't know if it made it funnier because he added his sound bites and yeah, entertainment pizzazz to it. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, this shit Dude, the comments? Oh my god. I'ma just tell you one that I seen yesterday, ten hours ago. Wow, she had a Karen moment. Mm. That's what they said. Bro, I'm not gonna lie, it was just yeah, that was uh and I don't even think she did. Honestly. I was gonna say like I was gonna say like, but the fa- I, I, yo, it's so funny that she says, "cuss." I always laugh when people say "cuss" versus "curse," and I don't know which one is the right one. I'm pretty sure it's "curse" because the "r" is in there, but they always cussing, cussing, and it's like it's weird. It was just funny, like. Her reaction was was honestly what just got me. It's like you ruined the whole clip, and I'm just like, oh my god, did she really though? <laughs> well, well, because I think, I think obviously they were told that there was no cursing. I don't know. Again, Julius is very connected with these women, so was this released or was this leaked? And he got his hands on it. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm saying. Like, um, according to Michaela Mayer, the piece was ruined. Um, but the major topic of today's show was Jake Paul and Anderson Silva. We do have a live poll courtesy of our producer, Bo Mason, and that's Bo underscore, no, Bo Mason underscore TBV, and uh, we got who you picking and how, Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva, Jake Paul by KO, Anderson Silva by KO, Jake Paul by UD, Anderson Silva by UD. Jake Paul by KO is at 27%, even though he has won, what, all of his fights, or is it only one not by knockout? One not by knockout. Well, they won. But they got, oh, wow, so... So Jake's an underdog. Let me get the line out. What the hell? Jake's an underdog? Y'all really think my boy... Well, on our poll... Oh. On our poll, they think fucking Silva's knocking him out, so I got to go check the money line, because let's be real... Ness is betting on Jakey Jake, the problem child. Who you betting on? Yeah, I, I got to go with Jake, man. Word. You know, uh, I thought you was about to hit me with some undercover MMA love and be like, yeah, I got to go with the great. According to the bookies, Jake is the underdog as well. Oh, Nelly trying to put the money on it right now for that shit change and all his little teeny boppers fuck up the line. The what? I don't know. His teeny boppers. Teeny, oh, teeny boppers, okay. Jake Paul right now. Oh, shit. They both a favorite. Jake, Jake, more of a favorite. What you talking about? FanDuel, DraftKings, Bet365, and Betway all have him as an underdog. Plus 120, 105, 130. My bookie got him as minus 102. And you see, me and my bookie knew who to pick, and that's Jake. No, no, the no, mother no. bookies spo- don't know. Nah, you're supposed to go with the best odds as a professional. No, I gambler. know, I know. Obviously, you got to go to a professional now. You know that, right? No, I get you. I got to go to another site and get those odds that they're offering over there because that means more return for me as a Jake Paul fan and as a Jake Paul better. But I am also using my bookie as an indicator that my selection of Jake is right, even though other sites have him as a underdog. 
my bookie who we ride with got him as a serious favorite over Anderson Silva uh, by at least 38 points. Silva's a minus 140. Jake is 102. Minus 102. So that's not bad. So Let Jake, me tell you. So Jake is the underdog. According to no, five out of six. Jake is the favorite hours. because he's more of a um, is, is isn't it the the least the more of a favorite you are? No. The, Silva's minus one forty. So Yeah, so so you gotta he's a bigger favorite. You gotta put more on You're Silva. right. You put a hundred and two dollars, you make a hundred from Jake. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's crazy. Which means that my bookie's giving you better odds than Bo. What you said over there, Bo? For No, they giving him plus money. Yeah, all the other casinos get got plus money on Jake. Wow. Let me see what Bavada got. And I got my link for Bavada. Let me put that there. No no thanks to Danny. He didn't do it. I I, I did it for y'all. Remember that you pulled it up and you had Liar, liar, pants on fire. You realize you Whatever never sent I it to pull me. Up remember you realize has nothing you, to do with you, what you can pull up. You never sent it to me. You liar, right. liar, pants on fire. Liar, liar, pants on fire. <laughs> you all right, Danny? Yeah. All right, just making sure, my boy. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Silva is the favorite. That's what they say in Unstruggle Boxing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you've put at least one of your previous co-hosts, like, in therapy. Bro, don't act like you weak. You not no, weak. No, I'm not. You not. I'm not. So but let leave it there. I'm just like I was just looking at these titles, thinking like, damn, like all these co-hosts ha- have ha- had to deal with like the. Uh, but the beauty is that your perseverance, your dedication, and your thick skin got you to the top, b. Those that can't. Last the journey, don't make it to the top. I hear you, champ. I hear you. That's simple, man. It's it's, it's never going to be easy, bro. And that's what I told you yesterday. We was just talking women, though. Relationships is never going to be easy. And this is a relationship of a sort. And uh, we got to deal with each other probably more than, like, right now, we probably rocking out with each other almost as evenly as we would with partners because the time that i spend at my home eight hours of that is sleep (laughs) you know what i'm saying i'm spending 15 hours with danny a day on average so we gonna have some bickering it's gonna be some bickering it's gonna be some you know back and forth but you gotta know it's all never personal straight business all i want to do is be the best all i want is the best guest all i want is the best for us and, you know, maybe sometimes that message or the way I go about it don't get delivered properly. But at the end of the day, if you remember that the ultimate <laughs> goal is to be number one, then all that other shit don't get in the way. Yeah, shout out to Canada Champ. Appreciate you always rocking out. Uh, what did he say? He funny as hell. He said, thick skin. Was that a fat joke? <laughs> 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 then he said, then he said, uh, is there a fly in the studio? Because I was like, that. <laughs> I was looking around. Shout out to Canna. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Everybody tuned in live right now, rocking out with us. Make sure to call in, voice your opinion. Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva, October 29th, Phoenix, Arizona. Boy. 
Y'all know the number to call in 425-569-5241 Press 1 One time I ain't gonna front It feel good Looking in my kitty's bow And they both almost On swole Yeah Pockets fat digitally <laughs> Yo He said digitally Let's go Oh shit They got your Yo Fucking Bavada is hot Let me tell you I ain't even gonna front. I'm so happy I finally started using them. Look at that. They got Jocasta Valle on there. That's that Golden Boy fight. That's a female. Oh, wow. That's on the line, bro. Oh, the one is it that title fight in Costa Rica? Yeah. Mm. They got that I'm on nice. the line, bro. I'm nice. They just added uh, Hannah Gabriels to that. Look at that. Or not Hannah Gabriels. Look uh, at that. On Bavada, our link is in the Raquel chat. Raquel Miller. They're, they got Brandon Glayton. If you don't remember Brandon Glayton, he's the dude that got the cruiserweight win over F.A., a toe bar, a poochie, who's trained by Ronnie Shields and uh, signed to Al Heyman. Brandon Glayton got a win over him. Then he got another win on Pro Box. Now he became the main event on this Pro Box card. So shout out to Glayton. I wonder what's up, though, because he was working with Mikey Garcia Promotions. Now he's got two back-to-back fights on Pro Box mm. TV. Okay. So you see Look what's at that. up with that. They even got Jelson um, Boca Chica. Yo, damn. Bavada ain't playing. Who the fuck is Joshua Frazier? Is that the dude from the UK? Joshua Frazier. Not, not ringing the bell, champ. Bro, the dude. Mar- uh, ain't that the heavyweight from the UK that spars AJ? They, they got a heavyweight called Frazier out there. I don't know. The dude Brandon Gladen fight is another. Redhead Canelo lookalike. Word from Sinaloa. Mario hey, Aguilar. Bro. He looked literally just like Switch to you. Canelo as well. Um his his uh what do you call it? Opponent though that you're talking about. Uh, is he coming off a win? Is he coming off a loss? Yeah, he beat Humberto Soto. Okay. When? Just recent because you know that was like I think that was like Jesse Vargas retirement fight, right? Jesse definitely got right, a win over. But that's Humberto. what I'm trying to see what weight it was at. Because if even if right Brandon Gladen. Word, right? Is it a no, this is another Humberto Soto who was ten and one. Okay. So this is a guy with just Bro, the same they got name. so many fights on Bavada. I never heard of none of these dudes. Okay, they got Christian damn, but he's so Christian um, Billy is fucking a minus 2,000. He's fighting DeAndre Ware, though. That's a decent fight. Let me see how long DeAndre Ware been out the ring. You know DeAndre Ware is upset. He, he, he upset somebody just recently. Wait till I pull up this record and show y'all. Yeah. Y'all gonna be like, oh, yeah. So you got to watch out for these upset fighters like this. Yeah, DeAndre He's Ware a, from Ohio, a firefighter. Real tough dude. He's uh, He's been on... Uh, Okay, he got a two-fight win streak. Where's his upset win? There you go, Ronald Ellis. The brother of Rashidi Ellis. And he's on a two-fight win streak. He just beat Christi- Christopher Booker. I know Booker. I know. Don't be fooled by that 10 losses on Booker's record. Booker's tough. Brooklyn. Then a motherfucker. That's the dude with the braids. Check it out. Yeah. Bam. Told you. Tough. Tougher than nails, let me tell you. Let me tell you. It's funny. When I first started, I ain't really respect Journey, man. I ain't understand that. 
I ain't understand what a journeyman, what the purpose was, you know? Look like we got our first guest. Who that? Frank. The tank? Stay. Oh, shit. Story time with Frank. Story time with Frank. Stay up from top rank. This is going to be good. We've, we had him on in our last studio, so we're going we gonna, to... We gonna, we're going to get the trifecta with Frank going and get him in all three studios. We're going to be right back a little quick in the mission while we get him situated, get him some coffee, donuts, and all that great shit. All right? What up, Frank? What up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're joined here by Top Ranks, Frank Steyer. So you said yesterday, I, I actually heard you said fighter relations, but then you got obviously a new role. Uh, so do you still go by fighter relations or? All right, so what's your new role? The man. The janitor. The man. Fucking janitor. The no, man. So I'm going to get man. right into it. I'm not going to do yeah. none of that soft shit and Would fluff I fucked him up. up. I fucked up a potential. Nah. Oh, okay. No, nah, no. Nah, fuck nah. I'm not. Yo, I'm telling you, you, he thinks that's so much bigger than what I, like, I, it's not a big deal to me. I swear to I God. Know. No, I swear. I swear. I don't really, it, 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 it doesn't matter. But I do want to know the Tiafimo story. What? Where there's a Which lot of Tiafimo stories. I want the beginning one. That's the one that, you know, you took. You said you had a hand in that. This is the way I'll yeah, try and phrase it so that it doesn't come off wrong for anyone that may hear it and, you know. Well, you know, that's, that's 
for his entire pro career, I've always like kind of defended him, and I still will. I still defend him. He's a great kid. He's a great fighter, and um, I have part in the recruitment of Tiafimo Lopez. So it was. So when you say recruitment. Were you out in the gyms and, and, and scouting him? Did you see him sparring and then you gave that information? Like, what's recruitment? So, right before 2016 Olympics, you know, I'm thinking, like, oh, I'm going to get a jump on everybody. So, I started asking a lot of guys that were in the amateur system. Uh, one being Gabe Flores Sr. and uh, a friend of mine up in Northern Cali as well, uh, this guy Eddie Gonzalez. And I was asking him, like, yo, who's good? And this story's going to be kind of long, so I'll try to make this long story short. So he was telling me, oh, there's this guy from Ohio, Charles Conwell. you got to look at him. He's going to the Olympics. He's going to medal. He's going to this, that. So I was like, all right, you know, let me try something new. Let me look at these Olympians and shit. So I start reaching out. I had no experience with, with dealing with Olympians. All I know is top rank. Like, Olympians, when I first started, we just start. You know, it was not too long after the 2012 class came in, uh, about a year or so after. And uh, looking at him, I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, he, he's on the line, Charles Conwell. We'll see how he does in the Olympics. Then Carlos Balderas came about, and he's, you know, uh, a California, Central California, Santa Maria, I guess, Southern Central California. So we went hard on on recruiting him, you know, a lightweight. He he had already made the Olympic team. And I mean, I put a lot of effort in in going after Carlos. Went and visited him a few times. I took Bruce Trampler with me. I Todd the Buff and I actually went up there and had like a big meeting together. We drove up there from uh Los Angeles. And you know, it was f for me because I put a lot of effort into getting Carlos Balderas. It was, it was devastating that we didn't get him. For me, it was, I took a loss. I took an L. He went up signing with Schaefer. At, at that time, that was his fault, obviously. You know, and I, I love Carlos. Great fighter, great kid. But in between that, I had a couple people in my ear. Uh, one being David Price from Philly. Okay. He had told me from Philly. From Philly, you talking um, about uh, Dylan Price's dad? Okay, I, I thought he, he used was to be from Jersey. Jesse, he used to be oh Jersey. Okay, he used to be Jesse Hart's. No, manager. no, I know exactly who talked. I just questioned because I'm like, wait, I thought they was from Jersey. You talking about D, from D Boys? Yeah, mm -hmm. I know. They so were just he, in here. Him and Gabe Flores Senior. And one of the the first couple fighters I had a hand in bringing in was Andy Vences. Mm -hmm. um, I, I remember I pushed for him to get him signed. I was hoping like top rank would go to San Jose. And I mean, I know I'm kind of backtracking here, but it's all relative because that's how I met Gabe Flores Sr. So he's in my, my ear. He, he, he actually put me in contact with Balderas, but he said, yeah, there's this other kid from Florida who's really good. He won the Not Brooklyn? But this is what I heard. Mm -hmm. You know, he, at the time he was living in Florida fighting out of Florida, and it was uh, Teofimo Lopez. So I completely dismissed it. I'm thinking USA, you know, Team USA. That's it. So David Price said the same thing. There's this other kid. My boy Eddie from from Northern Cali, he said the same thing. There's this other guy. I said, no, nah, no. Nah. I said, Carlos Balderas has the look. He's going to be a superstar. He could be the next uh, Oscar De La Hoya. Let's see how he does. Wow, that's how high you were That's on. how I was thinking. That's how the company was thinking. You know, when you when you see that and you, we have an early jump on it. So we we you know, we uh, we tried to qu we quartered them. They went to the Olympics. He did OK in the Olympics. I think it was a second round. 
exit, but he fought well. Charles Conwell didn't. Charles Conwell got beat pretty soundly in the first round, and I remember that was the guy. I was like, yo, this is the guy. He's going to be... He's going to be something else. Comwell. He, he, originally, he was my main guy. And then he tanked out in the Olympics, completely dropped interest. Damn, just because of that? Yeah. Wow. So, so well, we didn't have, at the time, we didn't have, like, ESPN. I think okay. I think HBO was just dwindling out. So we just had Unimas. And it wasn't like we can really go hard on, you know, we signed every member of Team USA for 2020. But at that time, you know, we, we didn't touch that. So going back to the Balderas thing, I had a feeling it wasn't good. Todd and I went to their, their, their gym, their home, had a meeting with them, completely fell out. So as I'm driving home, we had a three-and-a-half-hour drive from Santa Maria to uh, Burbank. And I'm talking, and I'm telling Todd, I said, hey, you know, there's this other kid, uh, Tiafimo Lopez. Uh, he's like, he never fought Carlos Balderas. He's the rival. Um, I, you know, expressed interest. He had the same managers, Charles Conwell, David McWater, Antonio Vargas, another mm -hmm. guy we were potentially looking at. And I think, you know, bringing that up because we were kind of defeated with, with losing out on Carlos Balderas at that moment, it was like, Todd was like, well, what, why aren't we getting them? I said, you know, I went up the right channel and, you know, they, for right reasons. It's a guy fighting out, a, you know, from the Honduras Olympic team. Nobody really knew. They were like, no, no. So he called up uh, the uh, legal counsel at the time and said, no, we're signing this guy. Wow, without checking him out, just off your word. Just may, may, mainly because I said he was Carla ba Carlos Balderas's. So did Tiafimo know all this? Did he know you were yeah, yeah. pulling all these yeah, strings? Yeah, but I don't, I don't go say like, yo, Tiafimo. <laughs> I had a part. It's not my money. It yeah. doesn't, doesn't matter whatever I do. It's at the end of the day, it's top rank. Top rank pays me to do a job. I, you know, I'm not looking for applause or nothing like that or credit. It's nice to get a pat on the back once in a while for, for encouragement and stuff. But for that, you know, like I said, I had a hand. I didn't pay him his signing bonus. I didn't pay him his, his purses or anything like that. But his first day, I picked him up uh, from the airport. And, you know, that was an interesting story uh with that and you know immediately from the beginning we I, I took him to the gym and his dad you know he's a quiet kid just real athletic but the dad was you know junior lopez was yo man we're gonna we're gonna take over we're gonna get lomachenko we're gonna and, you know in the beginning he's not even doesn't even have his pro debut and i'm like ah, all right we'll see <laughs> but watching him in the gym i'm like oh this kid's special yeah. real special and slowly but surely started to believe and i always believed in him and you know in, in the beginning who was the first person you got to watch him spar or the first one that made an impression uh, good good follow-up um damn i'm i and i know this dude so friggin' well and i can't fucking remember his name but he's retired um what division around his division Shit, man, they put me on the spot, but it, but whoever he sparred, he sparred, and he he just looked fucking spectacular, mm. and he, um, you know, I knew I was in the trenches with them. I took them to California, you know, just I made I treated them like 
stars before they even were. And they were fighting. They weren't even fighting on our, our network. They were fighting on Tutico's uh, network at the time. I think it's, it's Telemundo. And we were just putting him on shows in Florida. And he was fighting up there. So, yeah, that's the, the, the How do you do in Florida in terms of tickets? That was that a market for him or no? Yeah, I mean, you know, somewhat. It wasn't not not necessarily there because we were doing more Orlando, Kissimmee, Florida, and they're from my, the Miami mm. area. So it was like Davey. We never really went south of of Florida, so he didn't, you know. But he you always had people in. come up, no matter where he was. He always he had people fly out, whether he fought in Vegas, California, or wherever it was he fought. So he 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 always had a following. Before we transition, anyone else or Danny jumps in with a question. Uh, what's your thoughts on his $50,000 worth of tickets that he bought? Who? Tio. Oh, you didn't see that? I have no idea. I wasn't aware. You've you seen that, right? The For, interview he did with Fight Hub where he, he was walking around. He had like a stack of tickets and he said he bought $50,000 $50, worth of tickets to his fight to give them out. He said that it was like a business investment and, you know... He had tickets for, he had like envelopes with names of the people. He's like, yeah, look, I got this ticket for so-and-so. And no, nah, yeah, I ain't. No, no it's true. Uh, if he, I mean, he basically, um, I don't, I don't want to say he's necessarily breaking the fourth wall, but every fighter does that. So every oh, fighter really? has, has, I mean, I don't know how other promotions run ticketing, but I know we give uh, our fighters from main event down the option to buy P1, P2, P3, whatever tickets and we deduct it from the purse and they can buy as many as they want nice. you know usually we get them in their corner or around their corner so it have they'll have a chewing section and stuff but no that's not that's not nothing new i didn't know you know everybody does that al al Heyman pads his shit too so don't let nobody fool you he i buys, just never he i just never heard a tickets. fighter I'm not hating i just never heard a fighter claim you know the purchasing and giving away of tickets I uh, I remember uh, for the Mayweather Pacquiao because obviously I'm sure there's not I'm sure there's been proven that there's comps given out free tickets given out so I remember for that one they made like a, a a big thing like no comps everybody has to pay for tickets but yeah I'm sure I'm sure main event fighters aren't getting 200 free tickets from top rank no you get you get maybe eight. They may get maybe eight, and then it just depending on what's on our promotion. So Shakur contract. Stevenson's only getting eight tickets. It's possible. Okay. He might, if, if it, unless he negotiates sixteen or whatever, whatever's on his promotional contract, that's what he gets. And you know, they have the, uh, you know, it's between his management, his 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 legal team, and and the promoter to negotiate something more right. on a on a big fight. But it, it's usually standard. It's like guys, if if they're smart enough to put it in there, they'll they'll get four at least for comp tickets. And not every fighter has it, because I even say to some fighters, you got that? And they go, no. And I said, well, there, there you go. There's your, your your management hard at work. You should at least have four tickets or something like that. And then it's a little too fucking late. You're already signed on the dotted line. Mm. So, Frank, yesterday uh, we were talking about the fact that you took over the gym, and it's been about a, a year and a couple months now. Yeah. And uh, just, you know, speaking of how the turnaround, obviously Danny has seen the difference in what it was and what it is, and he's went as far as to say that he's never even been in until you took, took over. over. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if you just want to talk about taking over the gym and, you know, your vision going in there, and uh, have you accomplished that? Uh, is there still more you want to do with the gym? Um, what, what are you, you know, anything planned? Yeah, I... I 
before it was old. I mean, everything in there was about 30 years old. So the carpet, the everything was old. And it, it wasn't from, you know, high up execs in the company. It wasn't really something they wanted to put any effort into it. But then they were seeing that we were having some of our major fighters conducting training camps in there. You know, and a couple of them complained. Tyson Fury for the third Wilder fight, the original date, it got pushed back because he got COVID. And, you know, part of the blame was the gym was too dirty. It was too old. It was just, you know, stains on the carpet. It was maybe maybe mold. We did have mold in the gym, and we got rid of it. It wasn't nothing. It was, like, in some of the offices and stuff like that. But it definitely needed a little refreshment. And, I mean, that's what we did. We, we did it, and, you know, sooner – sooner than later hopefully we can put more into it it's an old building they bought it in 87 wow so you know it was it was purchased for a, a training ground for the 1988 olympic team bob had a partner i don't know like the full story on this so i'm just paraphrasing on it and then bob just bought it flat out and it's basically owned it since since 88 now that's crazy from my understanding weren't, weren't you brought in basically to take over the gym I don't want to say on request of Tyson Fury, but specifically for Tyson. No, no. So the the thing is, is Jorge Capetillo was running the gym, and you know I thought he did a great job, but he had he also had his old his own gym. He was juggling, and oh, so he was doing two gyms. Yeah, he was doing his gym and that, but there was nobody in the top ranked gym besides Tyson Fury. So it was the the gym needed attention. They, Wait, so before Fury asked to use it, the gym had just been shut down. Unless you know there was a couple a guy here and there coming in, and but usually everybody had keys. I was in there. I was in there even when I didn't take over the gym. I was camp coordinating for Fury, so I was already doing doing all that stuff. So you know the the whole Jared Anderson story. I got I basically got pressed by his management to get him in there. I think I said this on this show. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's just it's like those little things like that. That's what we did. So, but then it was, they saw some of the things I had requested. I said, hey, we need new equipment. This, this guy wants this, this guy wants that. And then it was just, I guess, best for business that I take over to gym. And was it hard to get those requests yeah. met? Yeah. It yeah, was because you you know what it is you hire I, I in the beginning i don't had a budget and you know top rank's not stupid they're not going to just say hey just go get this fix we'll pay whatever they want people coming out multiple people mo multiple companies contractors coming out doing estimates that shit takes time i had three weeks to turn around the gym before fury came back for camp and you know, I had to go by the, the speed of the contractor who at the time had the best work for the best price. And that, again, we were working on a budget there. And during COVID. And during COVID. Shit. And what we did is we pulled up, well, kind of, kind of towards the end of COVID. But we were, I'm pulling up carpet with the contractors uh, and, and his workers. I'm helping laying down everything because I'm like, fuck, we got to get this shit done. Mm -hmm. And the contractor's like, oh, I don't know if we're going to be able to. I know I said, we're going to get it done. Whatever the fuck it is, we're going to get it done. I'll stay late. I'll lay down whatever you don't want to finish or whatever. And then, you know, just to kind of motivate them, like to sit there and I'm putting in there, I'm in there putting rubber flooring in. I'm, like I said, I'm pulling up carpet. I'm throwing shit in. And we, you know, we had the dumpster. I'm throwing all the trash out that we were paying a, a crew to do. So I was just trying to get it done. So yeah, that shit was hard in three weeks. I do pat myself on the back that we got that shit done. Uh, 
how 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 close did you cut it or did you guys finish like no we we were far from finished but it was a band-aid it had the band-aid over we covered up the wound i covered up the wound the best possible mm. best way possible and that was it and it was and you know so little by little add more shit what that's what i was gonna ask like what is the piece of equipment that you would love to add i don't want too much that that's like you know like so the goal is the certain days it's really fucking packed in there and i don't you know it looks good but you know i'm i'm not competing with any gyms other gyms are depending on memberships for their shit to survive mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying we're a promotion so you know if if jimbo's boxing is you know out doing top rank gym as far as people showing up and, and members or whatever that's good for them but the bigger picture for us is we put on the biggest events in boxing most consistent so i mean that's like that's the whole you know yesterday uh bill haney had said it the machine he kind of explained to mm -hmm. to you and to us yesterday like what the machine at top rank is and like i said the gym is just a small part, part of, the of the machine that operates and you know that's that's just that what it is i would like less people in there than than there is but you know it's just it's me sometimes i like a lot of people i got i got good relationships with a lot of people and i like to see these guys get better and, and the guys that aren't necessarily with top rank but help us and help themselves they're getting they're getting better a lot of those guys that are extra Shannon fighters phillips they're getting better they're they're getting opportunities being in that gym and you know it's like our two chileans they got good fights coming up the one chilean gonzalo just one you know oscar bravo he's got a a, a good paying fight for himself you know these are two guys that struggled you know i'm not saying they came up in our gym but they got better in our gym as opposed to to, to other gyms but if if i can cut back it's less work for me it's less trash and shit being left behind that mm -hmm. that aggravates me it does it's fucking does it make you feel good though that you do have top fighters within the stable that are now relocating at least for training camp to las vegas because of what you've been able to bring to the top ranked gym yeah no it, that's you know that, that's fine i mean if i could just sit in there all day by myself and just have my friends come in and, and hang out and then we can you know do whatever i mean that would be great too but no but for the like I said, the whole operation to to go at its fullest capacity, we, uh, of course, I want to see those guys come in there. And I want to do my job as far as helping the fighters, whether it is, you know, whatever it is they need, whether it's sparring or, or equipment or, or any, any, any shit like that, whatever you need to get training camp. Do I you think you sure could justify it. the cost of like a cryo? chamber no I, they'll never do we, it we could do it you, you get people that come in there oh we love everything in here oh yeah this stuff right here has to go everybody has an opinion and i tell that individual well you do that for your gym you know what i'm saying all that type of shit yeah we could put a cryo in the back room but you need a a a, a licensed person to operate it you know for a cryo we ain't doing all that shit yo shout out to canna in the chat who said count this was like three minutes ago by the way he said countdown to ness bringing up the ufc gym and adding uh Kyr uh cryo to top rank gym and how it would make it a staple in las vegas well see that the thing is is ufc uh we pay our fighters a lot better than very uh, true. than ufc so the money that we would put in the cryo we we give to our fighters 
Yeah, I mean, I get it. That's a good answer, but it's, it's still no excuse for the UFC to be beating us in a state-of-the-art facility for their athletes. Like, the fact that boxers have to go there and feel now that that is a better location for their training camp, sad. I, I, we were interviewing Keyshawn at the win, and it just was breaking my heart because he's like, no, I had to leave Nebraska to come do the last two weeks here because of the UFC gym and the recovery and the masseuse. And it's like, how did we let them get it right before Be- us? Because he just told you, bro. They don't, the bro, the heavyweight champ just got bro, it. That's we're not, not, but we're that's not, not the only UFC. answer. The, does that's does, not does the, the matchroom gym have a cryotherapy? Oh, well, there's, no. there's no matchroom gym. No, no, no. Does but the, does but the that's PBC what I'm saying. Does the Al Heyman gym have a cryotherapy? There's no PBC. Yeah. Does the Mayweather gym You're have. getting defensive. This is boxing, not UFC. So it's like that's. He clarifying. You're getting defensive. I like what he said because he's making, no, he's making like, it make sense. Defensive. He's making the math math. He's we, getting, don't have, we don't have the facility. Like, see, if we had this facility. Exactly. If we had this. I've been like, preaching that. As soon as I walked up and I saw a never-ending hall going that way. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, you can do that. I'm only 8,000 square feet. And it's old. Like, we have to gut that shit tear it down i wonder how much bob up. paid for that in 87 it's probably under a million but where the location is right by the strip you know you could do anything with that shit but yeah. going back to it i'm not being defensive but i'm just Sounded. saying i want to but i i want to end this i want to end this no because you took you went down the wrong path see because i'm not saying top rank has to i'm saying He's, he's even more delusional and thinks that all promotion companies can come together and form one ultimate Yeah, I would gym. love to do that. That'd be <laughs> fucking great. But but the thing is, it's like, why do these UFC fighters come to, to top rank gym for boxing, right? And our guys go there because it works out. But but our guys don't stay there for uh, world-class sparring and, and the, you know, the, 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 the old-time gym feel. You know, a historic, I'm just saying, a we're losing, historic. We losing money. Field. UFC's making money off these fights. Right. So, so the, here, here would be the deal. If we had a cryo room in the gym, and a masseuse, the f- and a masseuse, right? And this is what the UFC does. Don't and get a it, nutritionist. Don't get it twisted. A smoothie station. Every time a UFC fighter uses it, that money gets deducted from their next purse. Don't get it twisted. It's just, hey, I'm just gonna go walk in, get a massage, go have breakfast. They gotta pay for the fucking food in there. They gotta pay for the cryo. They gotta pay for whatever. Get the rub down and the happy ending. They gotta pay for that shit. Damn, so, you really letting them beat us? They giving happy endings. In the- so, so <laughs> fucking so hell. Much like that's why they much like out the bo- quicker. Much like the boxing voice. You come here, you get a you get a beverage, and I and I appreciate the beverage. It's the same thing at the top rank gym. You get a free beverage, multiple free beverage, and then you get somebody to pick up your empty fucking beverage bottle. <laughs> Uh, like a waiter, no, nobody leave no tips. By the way, so anybody using the gym, leaving your bottles around, leave a fucking tip. I be trying to help you, Frank. Bro. You, you don't even let me help you, but I, I be literally you trying but to. You're, help you. you know what though? You're you're a uh, distinguished guest as okay, well as okay. you gentlemen are, and I, I, you know, that's that's mainly why we have you know coffee and water. There, Do you but. think Bob is interested in uh, purchasing a building with a never-ending hallway? Because if <laughs> he is, I might know one he could purchase. <laughs> Tell it, him to call me. It's possible. It's Bob possible. ain't spending the money on this building because uh, Bob been here too long. I'm sure he knew about this building. Bro, this looks like the. I'm telling you, this place looks like the the Facebook headquarters. Yeah, walking in it. No, it's, it's beautiful, man. Um, you know, you know, kudos, bro. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm happy to be here for that. But no, as far as the gym, it, it is what it is. And I apologize for getting defensive. No, no. You, you didn't get defensive. You didn't. Nah, that was good. Nesta just, uh, you know. I just feel like 
promoters still do business with each other, you know, uh, whether it takes long or not, they eventually do business, you know, and uh, for long term, maybe it doesn't make sense because, you know, like why would Top Rank invest in anything with other rival promoters? Uh, I just feel that a centralized location for boxers to prepare well, that's what, could make sense that's what, for some sort of investor. That's what you can. That's what you can be. That's no, why I, I, like, I don't have the money. I wish. No, here this this we, facility we still with that need, gym. It's a. We, I didn't get a chance to see. No, the no, full. no. But we would still need an investor to to finish. Like we still need the masseuse. We but still that, need the cryo. We still need the but, the smoothie station. But do you really? I mean, unless you're charging now, if you're doing this, hey, we want it free. We're going to free for everybody. This is charitable. We're going to give all these fighters free stuff. Why it's are we not, doing that? No, but that's what I'm saying. That's You have it. We we don't. You What boxing gym anywhere has ever... We can't soften these guys up any more than they're already being softened up. A lot of guys are soft. And you ain't lying. And if we give them jacuzzis and... And all kinds of shit in their boxing gym. My goodness, go back to the Philly gyms. Go back to the New York gyms. Go back know, to the, all them gyms and and them guys, them real teachers. Yeah, go back to but Crump. Muhammad Ali. Imagine them having cryotherapy and no, a masseuse. Yeah, yeah. Imagine he probably Bro, they got some old be, guy who just probably sits had there better and rubs fights. Your shoulders, right? But that's that takes away from it, man. Our, our fighters should be grizzled. And, and and they come from nothing, and they're not used to that. So let them continue to be. Hell no, hell no. That's like saying we we don't need to evolve. Why, like why 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 have your body sore when you could get a massage? Just because it's grittier. <laughs> because there's no masseuse in nah, Philly gym. Fuck no. Danny moved from Philadelphia to Miami. Like, what are we talking about? Like, the struggle is to get out of it. You don't remain in the struggle. No, once you, the struggle helps you get out. Now you're out. You're supposed to train hard not to go back. No, but I get what you Frank, don't need to I, do, I, 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 I get what Frank is saying, bro, because, like, we're in the gyms all the time. You got guys that's 2-0 and and, and they not putting the work in. Why? I really don't know. I got Fiji Truly. water at the gym, right? And I see these guys. Yo, could I get one? Of them? I say you're not a Fiji water fighter. <laughs> and that's and that right there, Danny. Thank you for backing me Yo, up with that statement. Yo, you're not a Fiji water fighter. Holy shit! Right? Am I right? Are you going to give a two and zero? No, they're there for Devin. Or that's true. For World Yo, Champions. Fiji is like five dollars. So man. you're not. And 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 I and I and I and I say that. I say you know, please don't. It, it's kind of disrespectful. I won't say no disrespect, but I said. Don't be too disrespected. Don't be offended too much by what I'm telling you, but you're not a Fiji water fighter. Wow. You got the the Walmart brand water in the other room. Help yourself. And a matter of fact, when it runs out, some of these guys, hey, Frank, you're out of water. I said, no, nah, I'm not out of water. You're out of water. You're out of water. <laughs> I said, bring a I fucking got, case. I in. got Fiji. You I got Fiji. Right. <laughs> That's hilarious. Shout out RX. You feel me? We good over here. Nah, but uh, I, I definitely uh -oh, get it. Uh-oh, uh-oh, Frank. Super chat bringing up Al Heyman twice. Unwarranted. You got hate in your blood. No, you, you know what? I, I actually he respect that with a laughing emoji. Yeah, he did finish it with a laughing actually, Yeah, but we all know what that means. Anybody who puts laughing out loud at the end of a sentence isn't really laughing. They meant that shit seriously, and they put laughing out loud to have it be, a, you know, have we, his Yo, we do sale. business with PBC. And, and guess what? When we do have, like... 
when when it's Fury Wilder, when it was Crawford um, Porter. Uh, Porter. Porter, man, it's just that. And it, I don't know if it's for anybody else, but for us, it's it's us versus them. We're on the same show. We we all want to win, and it's, it's crazy to get into that mentality. You know, that's why I was explaining to to Devin. Devin Devin will tell you he used to fucking hate me because I was with Tiafimo and he wasn't with Top Rank. Mm-hmm. And I had to explain to him. I even explained to them then. I said, Would, "I'm never gonna Not put you above my guy." I said, yeah. "You know, you you don't." If, what's his name? Uh, LeBron plays for the Lakers now. He don't go giving inside tips to the Cavaliers because he played for him. He's he's playing for his team. And then I said, said I say Devin now, and he goes, No, no, no. You ride for me now. And I mean that's how it is. It's a it's a team thing, and I get that feeling of excitement. And if I'm you know if I was in in, in a camp with the the main event fighter against the other promoters fighter, man, it's just. You know, I don't know if you've ever played played team sports For before. Sure, or you course. competed. It it brings me back to to those days. You just want to win so bad, and and you know, uh, much respect to Al Heyman. He's he's a legend in this game. Uh, but you know, we've we've had a really good track record against him and his fighters over the past few years. What is the Devin Haney story? Like, why didn't you guys sign him? Why wasn't he uh, sought after? Before Matchroom and Showtime, that's you know that that's I'm sure that's a, did they have to see the development? I'm sure that's a three sided story. Give me one side, but your side, I, your side, my side, and the truth. Right, so yeah, I'm sure you know Top Rank has their reason. So uh, you you've heard nothing. No, I mean I heard, but it's it's, All right, it's just it just did it, they think he wasn't ready? Did they think he was too young? Did well, they think the father was too? Thought he knew too much because you know obviously Bill or, had Bill had a lot of ambition, so maybe they looked at that as another Tiafimo senior back then. I don't know. I want to know. No, it just I just think it it, it really it wasn't the the right time. It, mm. it wasn't the right time, and you know obviously last or was it earlier this year, or late last year when they made the the deal that was the, that was the right time for everybody. They may. The they, reason I ask is because in 2019 October, obviously I see him already at the. Uh, WBC. convention and he called him a good little fighter so it was like maybe you guys didn't believe in him that back then or maybe you felt he needed to prove maybe a, 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 a matchmaker felt he needed to prove something we're never gonna publicly praise another fighter when we have a you know a rival or a potential rival under our our thing now now did i privately off record I would tell everybody, Devin is is one of the the best workers, one of the, the the most tremendous athletes, and I and I think today he is the most athletic boxer in in the sport right now. I don't think anybody outworks him or has his athleticism, and you know interpret that how you want, but you know that's that goes a long way. You know the the, the work. And I've always thought he had that, but now being with him every day, seeing, you know, just and, and talking to him during it, and just kind of getting in, there's, you know, there, he he's unparalleled to to I think anybody else right now. So you know, I, I'm I'm not gonna say I gotta I gotta I, again. Last time I was on here, I, I said Shakur Stevenson is the the most skilled fighter in the sport, and I still stand by that statement. I'm not saying Devin is less skilled. But somebody has to get that title. Somebody has to get the title pound for pound number one. But, you know. Who works harder? Um, they Is both, that even fair to ask? 
it, it it's it's not it's not because <laughs> it's, it's not fair because I'm I can tell you like say like last time I was with Shakur and then Devin came in mm-hmm. and they both work incredibly hard for you know in their own ways in their own it's they don't do the same obviously they don't do the same workout one might put in a little bit more time than the other but it's at at the end of the day their performance on fight night and when i was with both of them they both performed on fight night they both basically won similar you know tend to you know dominant fights you know what i'm saying so it's very similar with that and i i you know i sent Andy Vences over to his camp. So I'm glad I had a little piece of uh, Shakur's um, preparation. Uh, preparation. And, you know, I text him every once in a while, like, dude, I miss you. I wish you were here. I'll, I'll fuck you up in ping pong now. I got mm-hmm. a little bit better than, than, than last time. And he's, he's so focused. Uh, very rarely do I get a, a, a big response or anything like that because he is. He's, he's in the trenches right now. But as far as seeing Devin, and that's the only one I can speak on, um, from what I see, currently, there's there's nobody touching him. Compare Devin training then to Crawford, who used to be there. Or was the gym and you not a thing? So no. I was going to ask Fury because I, I, wanted, I wanted to ask about the Fury comparison because obviously you were there for those Fury camps and uh, have spoken very highly. You know, I was fortunate to watch a lot of the Jared Anderson sparring. So uh, talk about that because you spoke very highly about Fury and his work ethic. Look, I don't think there's a heavyweight who has, and 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 probably almost any weight. But 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 Devin Haney is um, not six foot nine. He's not close to three hundred pounds. And you know I got to give Fury his own category as far as hard work because of the the difference. Size. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you look at. Um, so then compare him and Jared then, since they are heavyweights and you, you've been able to well, watch them work. Well, well, Jared's not, not – Jared is, is, is about to emerge as a superstar in boxing. And, you know, and, then, and this is like this. You know, if, if you guys or anybody want to listen and want to argue who, who has the best fighters, we got the two best heavyweights in the world. We got Tyson Fury and Jared, Jared Anderson. Um, Jared is capable of beating any heavyweight in boxing. Tyson Fury is a superstar. He's the he's the heavyweight champion. All due respect to Usyk's got more belts, got more trophies at the moment, but Tyson Fury is the the lineal. Uh, he's a superstar. He's you know he just does a, a lot more for the sport, and I think he would trounce Usyk regardless. But you know, like I said, we got Jared Anderson, best young fighter. I can't you can't even call him a prospect right now. A dude's super dangerous. And then, again, I'm backing up capable of beating he- any heavyweight. Capable. You know, that's up to him. But as far as his work for a young heavyweight, he, he works super hard. Could he work harder? Absolutely. Anybody could work harder. Anybody could put extra. But that's for him and his 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 coaching, his team, to put him into to that position for whatever type of fight he's got coming up. So when they let in the leash off him then? Cause you said you can't call him a prospect. He he's tw- need he's he need 22. a contender. He's twenty two, and like I said, if he fought for the heavyweight title next week, he there's a good chance that dude's gonna beat whoever that. What would you is. say the difference is between him and the prime Mike? Right, because like they let Mike go for a title shot at twenty one. He was the youngest heavyweight. Right. What uh, and 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 everyone's talking about Jared as the next 
So why not let the leash off? That's you know, I wish you could have the buff, uh, Todd the Buff, and Carl Moretti, and and even Bob Arum here, and the matchmakers at top rank too. You know, it's and ESPN at the, the the guys up top at ESPN who also have a a, a hand in putting on great television. Uh, but you know, it, I think he's I think he's ready. I think he's ready to go into the upper echelon of the division. But you know, let's he he he's coming off of an injury. He's coming off of a great comeback after his injury. You know, let's see something next. Let's get him in there with a name. I don't know if he's in a rush. He's making decent money. And in in a year or two, the guy's going to be making multi-millions. How so. soon can we get him in there? In your opinion, I know that's not your job title. And, you know, you your answer isn't going to make this come any truer. But Big Baby Miller versus Big Baby for the name. They've you already do. gone back and forth. Do that. Do that next. What? Come on, bro. And, and listen. I mean, he's got a fight scheduled next now in the UK with. I don't know. I saw he got some fights scheduled. Big Miller. Yeah, I thought it. Was, yeah. I thought it was in. It's not at the UK. No, he's it's, got one. It's then in it's Kazakhstan. Got, yeah, but then another one in the UK. Oh, okay. with with a uh, a name fighter. Line him line him up next for Jared and Big Baby. Listen, was a, was a a good fighter, but I think with with everything he's he's been through, he's uh, you know, he's reached it. His uh. He's pushing his face through that that ceiling right now. So, yo, I do, gotta ask: Do you think that 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 fight it would only be a one-off? Like Miller has outstayed his welcome, and yeah. the, it'll never be a co-promotion or a or okay, we want you to fight Big Baby, so we're gonna sign you back to top rank and take another chance. I, I want to see you know, and I don't, and I and and again, I don't know Big Baby Miller to sit here and disrespect him or anything like that. But, you know, I would love to see a comeback story. I would love, love to see him redeem himself. Do I think it's going to happen? No. I mean, if I was an odds maker, I would say the odds are very slim of him Have doing you seen? He, he's like on his third comeback. Right. But, I, you know. And it's fast. It's like three fights. Yeah, in, but against who, though? No, I know, but he's knocking the rust off, no, bro, I, taking off the pounds. I, I mean, if if and again, I'm just speaking on this. I don't know him. I've I've met him a couple times. Um, as a super nice guy. I've spoke to him on the phone. Super nice guy. I, uh, I'm I'm a fan of him as a fighter, but it's it's just a tough. You know, he 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 just he's gonna he's gonna carry that stink on him for the rest of his career, and no matter where he goes, you know, it's the same shit. Somebody's gonna say to you, "You got some stink on you." Be like, "Yo, Frank, you stink." I don't know, man. Or I you think s- you smell worse than you did before. I think and if you're gonna you give him a fight like a big baby. Where he has to be under Vada, and he completes that Vada, and he beat Big Baby clean. He's back. So I'm Big Baby Miller. What do you ask me? If I'm sitting in this chair right now, what do you ask me? You ask me a bunch of stupid questions like, "Hey man, how's the comeback coming? Oh, it's covered great." Yo, you still on the shit? You know what I mean? Eventually, you're gonna get to that in some way. He, that's all he's gonna yeah, hear. Yeah, but as long as you complete Vada. Like, yeah, all they can do is talk about what you did in the past. Right now, you're clean. I want him to have a comeback. I want him to, he because he is, like, he was a freak of nature. And I'm not, look, I, I'm sure there's many other fighters fucking around doing doing mm-hmm. some dirt. You know what I'm saying? And they're just, they just haven't got caught. 
he's unfortunately got caught caught multiple times and i don't want to sit here and condone what that is because it's a slap in the face to the sport but you know i wish big baby miller the best and i hope he he has a great comeback that's i mean I hope he can somehow, some way, but it's 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 really it's going to be hard. I so, mean, look at look at wait. Let's go back to this. Devin Haney is the the undisputed champion in the lightweight division in in a in a in a a, a, a glamorous division that is, and no pundits have him. You know the ones that people really think matter. And you know, I'm not saying ESPN, but he's not on. He's not even top. 10. He's not number ten on anyone's list. You know what I'm saying? That's and he's dealing with ridicule from for him being great and winning fight, beating the man who beat the man who beat the man. And he's imagine what Big Baby Miller did. He fucking he done something wrong, and he's gonna have to deal with that and drag that out through his his whole career. And and the way that that everybody does these days a lot of people do melt like snowflakes you know i may have taken a toll on them and it's always right now a lot of that is a skate route and that's why like you know i'm I'm, i want to and i don't want to say you know everybody has a right to be offended everybody has a right i get offended i get my feelings hurt but it, it goes back to us talking about giving boxers cryotherapy and and massages at the gym you know it, it's it, it it's an escape route for him. So guess what? If Big Baby Miller goes the distance with a, a five and ten guy, which I think he did his first comeback fight, something similar to that. Oh, you know, I'm just shaking the rust off and all the mental stuff I was going through. You know, but ten years ago, this dude was offending everybody in their mind. Not saying he was, but you know, living with that type of mentality, it's 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 a uh, an escape for him. He has an excuse. That that everybody's going to be hard on him, but if he can fight through it, get through it, he's got a great story. You know, there's 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 a lot of people that that have done wrong and and redeemed themselves and and, and went and and taught people to, you know, what not to do, not to go down that wrong road. I and think he can it's do still that. good TV though, because he's a villain. You, you I, I let him he, be the villain. I don't think he should be a villain. Because then if he's a villain, he's got to come out, yo, I was shooting fucking steroids in my ass. Fuck you. You know, I'm going to knock you out. I might, guess what? I'm going to shoot him up again and they ain't catching me. That's a villain. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a villain. No, he, he has to. catch a fine. He has to, he has to go. <laughs> basically, he has to go to the Tyson Fury route. Tyson Fury was a mess, bro. He was a wreck. He was dropping anti-semitic stuff on 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 twitter a bunch of stuff on there but he redeemed himself he used it and he, he had but that that's comeback. what i'm telling you a win tyson had uh you know what do you call it allegations of boar meat and shit so like yes big baby is in that realm a good enough fight under vada people will forget Nah, I ain't gonna lie, cause shit, Canelo been under water for how many years, and they still Clint Buterol and the no, knee. They and talk about the past. They don't say he's on, cause bro. every fight is Vada. It's like you can say I'm dirty. People ain't but never since gonna forget. I popped, I'm on yeah, Vada. But people never gonna forget though. And it's okay. He's been on Vada for 18 months. Throughout the suspension, that was part of the uh, of the terms. Be on Vada and remain. So these fights, Vada, and it's out his pocket. Like 
So now let the good guy go beat his ass. That's all. Like he could. I, I don't know. I, I still think he's a character. No, I, I would. Love, I, would character. I would love him and Dillian White. Him and Deontay Wilder, and obviously nah. the fight is there for him and Big Baby to yeah. fight over the name. Yeah. They fighting on Instagram. Jarell, Might as well Big make Baby that money. Miller, I wish you. I wish you the best, man. I hope. Yo, you do. Frank, how many rounds does he last with Jared? Maybe four. Yeah, I. If, if him in great shape. Four get rounds. the fuck out of here, bro. He's three twenty, bro. He's beating over. Remember, I told y'all that. Bro, like I told you about Zang. Yo, I mean, any any true gambler would know to not take your word when the over isn't even out. It'll be out. Look at what the fuck they put Anderson like. They made Anderson a one and a half over. They fucked up last week. They ain't gonna fuck up this week. Get your ass out of here, bro. Nah, bro. Was he the best man at your wedding? Who? Big Baby. Listen, Big Baby's lazy. Big Baby hides behind the bag when I'm recording. I'm not here to and be. He the... talking about Jarrell Miller. Jarrell Miller. Yeah, yeah Jarrell Miller. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm fucking with you. No. I'm not here to be his lawyer. I, I, but I do see. I, I, I get still you. see a place for him in, in boxing. I, yeah, yeah. Fucking Margarito got a no, fight. No, no, no. I see a Margarito got That's a fight. That's great. That's great. I see a place for him, but yeah, I don't see like. What top heavyweight he going? I don't see him being the top fucking fifteen. Jared ranked how top can twenty-five. You, how can you say he's not going to be the top fifteen based off what? Based of, off of you assuming he's not the same because he's based, not on the juice. Based off his comebacks that I've seen, like his last fights. Bro, bro, these are not real. This is rust. All right, can we? Can, can what we? What the fuck did Fury look like versus Stefan Safari and Francisco Pianeta? But but I'm, I'm and 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 are those names any better or did they get more popularity because of the machines that he was part he of? Wild in his third comeback. But not fight. the first two. Okay, the first two. My man's good. All right, you criticizing he got a third Big and a Let him get on a big. Big big stage again. I'm not talking a, a, a an off TV fight on a PBC show or an ESPN Plus. Let him get on the main show, fight somebody, deal with the ridicule, deal with everything, and and let's see how he performs. And like I said, I wish him a great comeback story. And then if he can get through that, and then he could beat somebody solid, then then guess what? He's back. He's in the mix. And and then he could be the villain, or he could be the guy that that does the story. Yo, Frank, I gotta ask because. Uh there was something. There was rumors. There was rumors, and uh, those were the, those were debunked by Jared. He said he was like, "Yo, there was no knockdown with, with with Fury." But Fury, regardless, saw something in Jared because fight week for that third Wilder fight, he says he's the next American heavyweight champ. I was only fortunate to watch, uh, you know, about two sparring sessions with them. What is it in your uh, opinion that? Tyson Fury saw in Jared Anderson, uh, not just in their sparring, but in the gym that made him say Jared's the next American heavyweight champ. It's, you know, and it's, it's, it's goes for any young fighter. Listen, man, if you get the opportunity um, to spar a world champion or world class fighter, don't show him any respect once once you're in that ring, once that bell rings. And that's what Jared Anderson did. And he, pre you know, pressure, aggression through punches. And Fury wasn't expecting that. You know, you're you're a world champion. You're at the top of your you're at the top of the game, the game, and you got a young prospect. You got that confidence, like, oh, I'm going to do what I want with this guy. But if that guy comes in there rushing you like a bull, then you're like, oh, okay, all right, now I got to tighten my shit up. And that's and that's basically what happened. There was there was no knockdown. Um, Jared, like I said, Jared will clarify that. But there was some really good sparring. So how much I paid him to not tell the truth? Because Tay Jones says 
Jared knocked him out. Who's Tay Jones? Deontay Wilder's cousin. Did Tay Jones wasn't there. He's got inside info. Bro. Oh, and and then you know, um, I heard who from, else was there. I heard from. Uh, I don't know. I want to get anybody in trouble in the Wilder camp, but I heard that. Um, uh, what's his name from Brazil? Uh, uh, from drop, Brazil, drop, drop Wilder in camp. Um, what heavyweights from Brazil? Uh, what's his name? Um, oh, fuck, dude, I'm real bad with names, bro. I'm fucking tired. We, you know, a Brazilian heavyweight. Yeah, Brazilian heavyweight. Who who is, all, Wilder always used them in camp. So I heard that too. So my word is uh, my nah, word should be just. I've never you, met a Brazilian heavyweight in um, camp. You might be talking Cuban. No, he's he's from Brazil. He's he fought he fought Shannon Briggs. He fought. Oh wow! So he's old as hell. He, he fought he fought um, Anthony Joshua. He fought Anthony Joshua. Yeah. Um, Kevin Johnson. Oh, and I know him so well. I've, I've Kingpin. Sp- I spent no no. I spent. Oh my god. Zumbano, Zumbano, Rafael Zumbano love. Oh. Dropped him in sparring. And that's why Wilder kept bringing him back and paying him. So there you go. And Rafael. Allegedly. No, well, you're hearing it from me just like you're hearing it from So if you heard it from Tay, my words should be just as good as Tay's. <laughs> no, I didn't hear it from Tay. I actually seen the tweet. Oh, yeah. No, he but I'm going to tweet it and I'm just going to be like, you know, so our words are just as good. Because I'm, I'm, you know, he's just with Deontay Wilder. My words should be a little bit better because I'm with a lot more elite fighters. Well, you're with the guy that beat Wilder, so exactly. that automatically trumps your word. Twice, by the way. <laughs> you guys are terrible. And I made the stool with his face, with Wilder's face on it. So, no, but all respect no, for to Wilder, I'm still, a, I'm still a big fan. Wait, wait. Fury's stool has Wilder's face on it, uh-huh. but a sticker, not metal, in, like, or is it no, engraved? Google, Google, Google Tyson Fury's stool. Or not Google. Uh, either Google or YouTube Tyson Fury's stool. And what then you'll the see. Fuck? Yeah, you'll see. You'll see. I made it and it made it was it it was getting a little buzz. It became infamous during <laughs> during fight week. Oh shit. Yeah, it says Dosser on it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow. Big Dosser. So so I, I I'm just saying I don't I'm I'm just gonna if if Jared Anderson comes out and and there was there was maybe like two times I wasn't there to see them spar. So if he dropped them one of those two times, and he really kept it a secret, but Jared will tell me. So yo, but how's it I go? mean, but in this interview, what I've what I've picked up on is the top rank is a family, uh-huh. and they protect their own. Yeah. So it's like I said, you know, you guys probably pay Jared not to say the truth. No, no, it's 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 it goes like this. If 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 my my kid. Fucking keep shit in his pants. I'm gonna keep that shit in house. You know what I'm saying? And exactly. You know what I mean? And that's how I treat it. I treat these. I treat these fighters like they're they're my kids or my nephews or my nieces or whatever. And you you said it best. And that's we are. We're a family. And I won't. You know, there's there's at times we're dysfunctional, but so is everybody else. And you know, I think we. Every Thanksgiving, we all come together, and and it's it is nothing but love. That the top rank family. Are you sad that 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 uh, as of now, it looks like Jared won't be coming back to whole camp? Because I'm I'm sad. I got to see him work for his last fight, and oh, uh, coming back to Vegas. Yeah, well, I mean, he's not in camp. Well, no, I know, but fought. he said he seems to like Houston more than Vegas. It's his home. He lives there now. Yeah. Same as Shakur. Shakur didn't want to leave his. You know what I have? I enjoyed being in camp. I really enjoy being in camp with Shakur. So one of the, the the easiest I've ever dealt with, you know, and that's would love to have him back. But if for whatever reason, professionally or personally, he wants to stay in Houston, yeah. man, I support that. If there's anything I could do from this end, 
they could always count on me. So it, it's, I, I take what's given, you know, it's, again, if, if I can have a couple weeks to where there's nobody coming in the gym, I'm going to take a couple days off and that's, I'm actually looking forward to that day, but it doesn't look like it's, it's happening anytime soon. So, so you're like us, no days off. No. Wow. So Sundays though, right? Or the gym is open Sundays too? It, just a special request. You know, if, if Devin wants to get in there, you know, just like I said. Oh, Devin, Fe- Devin special at top Fe- right now. Fiji water fighters want to okay. work on Sunday. I'm, I, and I'm I'm available. I'll make that a conversation. Loma's Fiji still with no belt? Yeah, Loma's a Fiji <laughs> Loma, Loma, listen, Loma's got a, a super following. Actually, I did his sparring. I, he's he's all... He's all. Who'd you get to to emulate? Uh, can Jermaine? I can I say that though? Can I say who's inspiring? I mean, I guess you'll you'll see it on I mean, the you social just said, media. You just said who uh, where you sent Vences. Vences is all posting up on social media. Hey, so, you Shakur's know, a bigger star. You can you can see that he's currently unified. No, no, and I got you. And and I'm I'm just saying like this, Loma. You know, internationally, is, I'm not saying he's a bigger star or anybody else is a bigger star, but he's still a star. Um, uh. For the second time in three camps, sent over Steven Galliano. Okay. Uh, who's That's crazy. A great, great He's fighter. He's with Adam, right? Mm-hmm. And He's trying to get that fight with Pistol Pete Dobson, man. Mm-hmm. Tell Top Rank, pick that up, I like man. That kid. Give him a bone. I like him. I like Steven. He's a good fighter. I, 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 would, I would like to You think he see. beats P- Pistol Pete? Yeah, I do. I think. He was supposed to fight on one of our shows. I think he got COVID. Who? Uh, Dobson? No, Galliano. Okay. He was supposed to fight on one of the, what you call it, shows. And then we got... Uh, Zachary Ochoa over there. and What? Yeah. Is he not with Breadman no more? Yeah, he's with Breadman. Breadman approved. Sent him over there alone, Well, Breadman, you know where Breadman is. Yeah, he's over here. Right, so he was he was over, over No, there. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Sent yeah. him alone no, to Man, fucking fight why Loma. There's, I'll tell you. I'll tell you to like spar this. Loma alone? No, but, but, but with Loma, from uh, what I've been told from, he works with from, from sources from Loma's camp is that he only allow you to bring your trainer if you a top fighter. What? So so if you in the top fighter and you come in for sparring, you can't bring your trainer. You you come in alone. Mm-hmm. Why? What's the the thought process? Well, the, the it's it's just extra it's like, it's just how Papachenko uh runs it and and I'll tell you like this. I got That's crazy. So I don't know. I'm so not who, who, I'm not there. Who who can who decides who's the top fighter? So, you know, that's what I Papachenko. was wondering. No, it's not. It's they they all got to have experience. I I don't just reach out to every fighter. I reach out to their team and I say, you got anybody? And I look at them and they'll send me a 5-0, and 6-0 and guy. I want to shout out Rob Acosta who he's helped me out recently tremendously. Um, but shout, those, out, shout out Rob uh, for those of you uh, who may not know his uh, boot strength and conditioning. Amazing, coach. amazing teacher, amazing trainer. So, you know, if, if you could, you know, get get out there and work with him, man, if Guys, the shit. So, but if you if you offer me a five and zero guy, I'm gonna immediately tell you no because and he's only fought four rounders. They need experience. Loma's gonna need eight rounds, you know, possibly from them guys. So I have another guy on deck where you know we we get as a, as elite as possible. But these are up and coming guys that could potentially be world champions in in the future. And wow, you think that highly of Galliano? I like Galliano. I think you know. I mean, it's up to him. It's up to his. What what he has surrounding him, it's up to what type of work he puts in. That's something I don't know, but it's the same as Zach Ochoa. You know, he's um, I think he has one loss on his record, but I still think he's a very good fighter. And you know, he's he's kind of distanced himself. From I think his, Zach his, has two. Really? Uh, maybe I think a draw. I don't know. 
but but however they worked for now and for me to offer a fighter hey would you like to spar lomachenko never has anybody said no mm-hmm. they are they, they loma loma uh they they, they like working with him mm. and he pays good so three losses he actually got that back-to-back loss uh he just lost to brandon lee I, I remember that fight it was a pretty tough fight but is that he he fought the wrong fight you can't bang with brandon lee man can't bang with brandon lee he's too he punches too hard i got one more guy on deck in case but i won't say anything because i don't want to i don't want that to you know, my somebody, guy my guy jermaine ortiz said uh it's not happening what the he fight said, he said he's upsetting Oh, the the very capable upset. I was just talking. Very of, capable of up. Of, uh, listen, you you. I I've only seen. Bro, he came under my radar. I've seen I've seen everything from like I guess Adorno or maybe two fight one fight before that, but I never thought he was gonna beat Heron. Even off the loss, I thought Heron would get him. He works hard, and you know it. It he look. He took the fight. You don't take. You don't take Lomachenko or, or any elite fighter without... But know. was he offered something else? Or was it like, yo, we got Loma or we'll, we'll see what we can get you? Well, dude, beating Lomachenko puts you in position. I no, mean, I mean in, but in a way, that's winning a championship. I hear Lo- you, but was he offered more than one fight? Or did he only have Loma or no fight? I don't know that. Because, you know, then... No, that uh, may- we, we're not... He's not... I mean, I don't know this 100% facts, but there's no way... If you beat Lomachenko, we don't get something out of it. That'd be terrible. No, 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 no. What I mean is, obviously, he beat Herring. Yeah. And it's like, all right, it's time to talk about your next fight. Look, right now, it sounds like Loma wants to come back. Would you like that? Was there another option? Is um for Jermaine? For Jermaine. Yeah, I'm sure there was. Oh yeah. Yeah, sure, of course. There, I, I heard. So I heard it was Nakatia or Jermaine, and Jermaine got offered first, and Jermaine took it. I heard Nakatilia and Jermaine were supposed to fight, and, and Nakatilia didn't want it. Mm-hmm. So that and, was true. Yeah. So both of them were Loma opponents, mm. and had the option to fight each other. I, that's what I heard. I don't, you know, I heard the same thing you heard. Cool, cool, cool. But we do have our next guest in the green room, Frank. So we're gonna take a quick intermission. I'm getting kicked out. And we're going to take a picture Real with quick, you. Real quick, final up. prediction this weekend, uh, ladies across the pond, Michaela Mayer and Alicia Bumgarner you, bro, and Clarissa Shields. What did you take from this Marshall. interview? He's not going against Wh- the family. What fight's going on first? The Yours. Michaela. Oh, well, that's going to be a sensational fight. Michaela Mayer walking out with the victory. Told you. Um, I'll probably, you know, Clarissa Shields and Savannah Marshall, I'll do my best to. You know, to watch, to watch. They're not part of the fam. No, I mean I'm. You're busy. They're not part no, of it's the not fam. No, it's not that I'm not. It's not that I'm busy. It's I'm. You know, Frank, you got to do your best to get me someone in here that I can ask questions like, why was Clarissa not someone of interest? You, I, I, I wanted to sign her. I was remember I told you I was going hard on the 2016 class. So what happened? And, and why I, not her? That that's. And That's what I'm saying. So why not her? But Michaela? you don't have to answer it. I just want to know who do we get in that chair to answer things like that? Todd, like who you, makes you, those decisions? If you could get Todd. You can get Todd. Or you got to tell Todd Bob. who we are. No, Bob. Todd won't. I don't think Todd will do it. I know. Um, I, he he rarely does 
And I've caught him in the like. But in you the can streets. get Bob. You can uh, you can get Bob. I don't know what happened. Yo, I had Bob. I still got Bob's personal number. He used to come on here at the crack of a text. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, no more. So I mean, I mean, it older. might be. I mean, older. these hallways are super. I mean, fucking it's never. So I don't know if he's gonna want to make that. I've that wall. never like I've never like I'm telling you, it just stopped recently too. Like he always. Like, oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm like, wow. Even, like, he'll be in another country, and he has iMessage, so I would still text him. Mm. He's like, well, I'm out, of, I'm out of the country, but go I get back. Go to the office. Go set it. Go set it. Go do a little special We should just walk in. Office. Just walk in. Is it in the same building? Nah. Oh. I've never been to the top of the It's, a, it's a Sunset in Paradise, right by the mm. airport, where the, the planes land. Damn, oh. two buildings. We might really need to get Bob in here to... Or to win, yeah, you can get him at the win. I don't That's, think you're gonna get him here. You need a, one of them conveyor walkways. Nah, we got uh, we got the elevator and we got the little how you know in the shopping Frank? centers. You got how the the, the electric ninety one electric 91. carts. We got the little electric scooters here. No, he ain't gonna do that. He'll walk. I'm just kidding. I'm just I'm just kidding because this place is fucking huge. <laughs> nah, let's get this in the mission. Right, thanks, we'll guys. be right back.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. And joined alongside me today is Angel Mora. Any relation to Sergio Mora? No, man. No. no. I get that a lot, but no. All right. Yeah. I just need you to talk into the mic. Um, right. But yeah, man. So, Angel Mora, you're from Tulsa. Born and raised in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. And, uh, I mean, we spoke a little bit yesterday, and you said that you do know Jeremiah Milton. Yep, yep. I was a, I was a buddy of mine. Oh, he's still a buddy of mine. Real good, real good friend. We started off in the same gym, so yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know Jeremiah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So, um, did you guys, like, work out in the same gym? Yeah. yeah oh. Yeah. Same trainer, too? Yeah, same trainer. Oh, yeah, wow. In the same gym, so. Man, is it is it surreal to... I guess, you know, see the both of you ending up yeah. in Vegas, ending up as yeah, professionals. Man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, you know, I got my pro debut next week, so I know he's already pro. We got a couple pro fights in. But, uh, man, it's, it feels it feels amazing to be here in Vegas. You know, I know he trains out here, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, I feel blessed. Absolutely. Yeah. You are blessed, man. You're the lead sparring partner for Keyshawn Davis, Silver yes, Melodis, medalist. So uh, how's that been, and, and, and when did you link up with Keyshawn? So what happened was, man, um, about two weeks ago, his brother fought in Tulsa, you know, where, where, where I'm from. And I guess um, Bo Mack uh, went into the gym asking for some work, you know, and uh, he talked to my coach and he said, yeah, I got a 135 pounder, getting ready for a pro fight. So it kind of just fit in perfectly, you know. And they came in the next day, we set up some sparring and, man, uh, we went five rounds, five, five hard rounds. And I guess he liked the work and he said, hey, man, I want to bring you out of my camp. You know, give me some work in. And he fights the 23rd, and I fight the 17th. So it worked out for both of us. Yeah, perfect. Where are you uh, making your pro debut at? Um, it's, it'll be in uh, Miami, Oklahoma. It's about an okay. hour away from Tulsa. Okay. Yeah, but I know they've done a lot of fights out there. They got the casinos out there yeah. in Miami. Yeah, they do. So who's your manager? Man, right now, I I really don't have any. You know, I really I'm not signed to nobody. I'm just I'm just trying to fight on. You know, fighting, picking up some fights on my own. But I really don't have any any management at the moment. So how uh, how did you get your pro debut? Did you guys uh, just pay for the slot, or how did that come pretty about? Pretty much. Well, my uh, my coach from the gym, he deals with a lot of that. Pretty much I, I consider him my manager, you know. Um, he helps me out. He's the one that's helped me out with my pro, my pro debut and all my amateur stuff and stuff like that. But um, I really haven't been signed to, you know, nothing. Right, really. right, right. So, so I'm just kind of. I really want to just keep fighting, you know, start a couple fights in and just see where it goes from there. So when did you, uh, you and your coach decide for you, it was time for you to turn pro? Well, I mean, um, I've been with this coach, man, for, for maybe about four years now. My old coach, um, he, he, he would always push me, hey, man, it's time for you to go pro. It's time for you to go pro. But um, I just felt like I wasn't ready myself, you know. I wanted to get some more experience in the amateurs, get more tournaments in. And um, that's what I did. But um that's when I moved coaches because I, you know, I, I feel like I needed to get somewhere better in Tulsa. Man, Tulsa is a small, small, small city. There's not a lot of boxing in Oklahoma to begin with. So, uh, you know, I was looking around better gyms and stuff like that. So I found I found the gym that I'm at now, and uh, man, that guy, that guy that opened up the gym, he 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 opened up a new gym, and I saw USA Boxing posted that gym. I don't know if you guys have seen that on Instagram. You guys might check it out. Posted that new gym in Tulsa. You guys should check it out, man. It's a really cool gym. Pretty big, real good facility. We just had Golden Gloves there maybe about two weeks ago. Okay. Nice. And we had a lot of people from all over the from all over the countries come out and check out checked out that gym. And I mean that's where Keyshawn found me at. So um from there, pretty much, man, we just, you know, kept working and set up some pro debut stuff. So how long did it take? Uh, cause that's what I'm wondering. Obviously being independent, no uh -huh. manager, no anything. Yeah. 
how long did it take for you to Realize, get a date? Yeah. Well, from the time you guys were actually trying to get yeah, a date. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I think I always told myself it was gonna be this year sometime. You know, it was last year actually, but then you know a, bu- a bunch of COVID stuff happened about two years ago, and that's right, right, right. kind of knocked me off my pivot. But we started getting back in the gym, started getting back to the tournaments, and I was like, I need to get back into two or three terms before I want to go pro. And I mean, I just made a decision, man. I, my last tournament, uh. I don't know if it was probably, I don't know if it was this one. What was this one at? I think it was this one. I made it to uh, semifinals, man. And uh, I got beat in the semifinals, but they put me on the rankings. I was number six in the ranks for 2021. Okay. Yeah. And um, after that, I was like, man, it's time to go pro. I'm 23 years old. So I was like, you know. So how has the adjustment been a spar with Keyshawn, someone who has been very successful as an amateur, obviously an Olympic silver medalist? And now has turned pro, you know, um, only five fights, though. So what have you seen? What similarities and how has that adjustment been just sparring somebody of his level? Man, um, you know, I've always I've always been a fighter myself. man. I I love to fight. Obviously, you know, I'm a boxer and everything. But um, sparring Keyshawn, man, is really is really I've only sparred him twice now. It was the first time when he went to Tulsa and yesterday, man. But um, it really gives me a different look, you know, especially him coming from, you know, being Olympian and. And, and being real fast, slick, man, um, it's just, you know, that's the type of work I need to get me where, you know, where I want to be. So, man, he, he really, you know, working with him really, really helps me out a lot. And no, I, think, I, I think my style brings a lot of, will bring a lot of his good stuff, you know, too, because, I mean, I got a, my style, I feel like I have like that Mexican style, you know, coming forward and pressing and, and he said, man, I like that, I like that, man, you know, and I got like, you know, keep it dog and, I got some dog in me, and I mean, he, he's, you know, his, his style works a lot with mine, too, so. I, I got to ask, uh, because obviously we were there for the sparring last night, and I'm sure you heard, because we heard, you know, Terrence Crawford uh, lands today, so do you think you'll have any extra pressure sparring Keyshawn in front of uh, arguably pound for pound the best fighter in the world? Man, a little bit, you know, a little bit, him being Terrence Crawford and all, but I feel like I still, you know, everything, I keep my composure and, you know, do what I got to do in the ring, so. And that being said, given that Keyshawn does train with with Bomac, how has that been, you know, like you said, there's not much boxing in Oklahoma, so how has it been to be able to work with the world-class trainer and just, you know, any pointers that he's been giving you thus far? Man. It's been it's been real good, man. Um, honestly, I'm I'm blessed to be here. Like I said, I'm blessed to be here with Bo Mack and being Keyshawn sparring partner for his fight. Um, it's really showed me a lot. It's really showed me a lot. They really showed me a lot. You know what it's like to to work as a pro and and to train hard, man. And they they really pushed me to my limits this couple of days I've been here with them. So, uh, in Oklahoma, what were you sparring? Three minute rounds? Yeah, I was doing three minute rounds, and you know we would just go. As much as we can, pretty much, you know, we'll do six, seven, eight rounds and stuff like that. I mean, we got some pretty good um, pros in Oklahoma that's coming up in the rise right now. I mean, you know, nothing, ma- nothing major, but unde- undefeated and still. Um, How was that switch though? Because they do four minute rounds exactly. with thirty seconds. Yep, exactly. Whenever so, whenever they came in the gym to spar me, they were like, "Hey, we're doing five rounds, four minute, four minutes, thirty seconds," and I was like, "Man." And I was like, let's do it, you know, let's do it, I want to try it. Was that your first time sparring four minutes? I've done four minutes before, but not five rounds, maybe about three, four rounds, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's when I went to, uh, I went to Cali for uh, for a tournament, and then I went out to some gyms out there, and they do the same thing, you know, four-minute sparring. 
But um, like I said, you know, Oklahoma's not really like a big state of boxing. So, it was, you know, we work at a little different pace and all that. But, man, I feel I feel blessed again to see this type of training I'm getting now, you know, to take it back home to, to I, other guys. Yeah, man, I was going to ask, do you feel now that you've seen, okay, this is yeah. what these top guys are exactly. doing. Do you feel that now that's something you'll take back to Oklahoma, the four-minute sparring? Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. That's what, you know, that's what I've been thinking. And it's, you know... It makes sense, man. You know, it's going to help me out of my future and, and in boxing a lot, really. And my conditioning, most like, you know, mostly. Do you feel that now being, you know, uh, having been sparring them for a couple of weeks, do you feel that you've now adjusted to the uh, four-minute rounds or not yet? I mean, I, I, you know, I pushed through them. Yesterday I did six rounds. Um, I can push through them, I mean, without getting too, too, too tired and stuff. But, um I feel like I'm going to get there, you know, eventually, sooner or later, man. It's going to have me ready for my fight for sure, so. We got AJ Smooth with a super chat says, uh, how was the sparring in Tulsa during the Nationals? Man, it was really good. I seen, I mean, I, I, I went in there and there was a lot of sparring. Like I said, guys from everywhere, different weight classes, again, real good sparring in there. You know, when you walked in there, man, it was a full gym, full house with a bunch of good fighters, man. You know, obviously, the you know, best in the, in the nation. But um, I did get a lot of working with a lot of guys in there. So it was, it was real good sparring, man. So you said this is only the second time sparring with Keyshawn. Yes. Uh, have you been able to work out with him? Yeah, I've been working out with him these last couple of days. This okay. Last week before, yeah. So any, any major differences that you see in what he does and what you do or were not doing that you're like, oh, okay, he's doing that. Man, maybe I can add yeah. that. Yeah, some of the things, yeah, um, you know, most of those, you know, it's just workouts and strength and conditioning stuff, which is a lot of the same stuff, you know, that 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 everybody does. But um, mostly, man, it's just um, resting the body and, and, and eating good and healthy, man, and just getting your rest for these workouts. Because, you know, these are hard workouts, working out twice a day. You know, back at home, I would work out once a day and probably just get my running in at night or something. But here, you know, we get two hard workouts in a day and get some running in and stuff like that. So, so what are those two workouts? Like one boxing, one strength and conditioning? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So we'll do a strength and conditioning and then we'll do boxing in the afternoon. So have you been uh, doing your strength and conditioning with Keyshawn at the UFC facility as yeah, well? Yeah, okay. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah. So how's so that? really feeling blessed. Yeah, man. I feel blessed, like I said, man. And thanks, you know, thanks to you guys for having me here, man. It really, really, you know. No, nah, for sure, man. man. We so, wanted to let our audience know about you. Yeah. No, definitely, man. Uh, you know, anybody who can stay in there with Keyshawn, we're yeah. like, okay, cool. And, uh, sure. you know, being able to learn. How have you liked uh, the UFC facility? Because man, it was awesome. It was awesome, man. I went, when I was, you know, we, we first went in there and we was coming around the corner, man. I saw the UFC headquarters. I was like, man, this is, this is, this is awesome, you know. Walked in there and, man, all these. What did you use? Um, pretty much we used a lot of their equipment. Uh, we did a lot of strength and conditioning is what we did there with, a, with some of the guys that worked there. I mean, you know, hard, good workouts, man. Pushed through them and, man, I felt good after the workouts, man. Was there equipment or has there been things that you've used in the UFC facility that you've never used before? Man, not really. Like I said, I've, I've seen, I've done a lot, you know, I've been, I, I'm a boxer, so I've, I've I've worked out a lot, you know, a lot of strength and conditioning. So a lot of the workouts we did there is real similar than those, the ones that I do back at home. Okay. Yeah. I was just curious because I know they have some high-end yeah, equipment. Yeah, they do. And yeah, like I mean, I, we, we might, I, I, obviously I didn't use all of them, but I did see a lot of stuff that I've never seen before. So I got you. So obviously they flew you out and 
you're alone, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm alone. I'm out here just. Did they? Are team. you in the same B and B with them, yeah. or you're alone, no, alone? No, I'm staying with them in the okay, B and B. So okay. we just, you know, whatever Keyshawn does, I'm right there with him. So I'm just training what he's doing, you know. So we're getting, we're both getting ready for a fight. Been so. enjoying the pool. I heard the backyard has a nice yeah. view, yeah, nice got, pool. And got everything. a nice pool. I haven't got in it yet, but I gotta oh. get in it for sure, man. You it's too hot swim? out here. That's nah. the point, champ. <laughs> you get in the pool when it's hot. Yeah, yeah. You don't swim? Yeah, I swim. Okay. Yeah, I swim. But we, honestly, I just haven't really had time to get in the pool, man. We've just been real busy training nah, and sure. trying to get my rest and trying to get some... some what time rest. did you go to sleep last night? Man, last night we uh we went on a run, three-mile run. What? The after spin, the sparring? After the sparring. After the sparring. Bro, I left. Yeah. It was like eight-something. So what time was your run? Man, our run was probably like at 11.30 at night. Yeah. I was tired, but hey. Bro, he still sleep then. Yeah. When, still, you, left, when you left, he, he was still sleeping, Keyshawn, or he was up? No, we both went. Oh, when I left this morning, yeah, yeah. he was still asleep. Yeah, Damn, was you had asleep. to get up for your I interview. Yeah, <laughs> man, hey, I'm here, man. I appreciate it. So, no, man, I get you, but damn, you, your yeah. sleep, you needed that. Yeah. Damn. No, but I mean, good thing. I, you know, I talked to Bo Matt. He said we're not doing. We just chilling in the morning. So I was like, well, I mean, you know, I'll you come out and get nap. an interview, and I'll take a nap after. So, That's yeah. what's up. We'll That's get to work up. later. You said we might be out here. Yeah, so, no. Yesterday, yeah. Uh, I said I see you tomorrow. He was like, Nah, I want to come to your gym. And then he said, Bo Matt, we going to their gym. No, and then even after you left. Right before I left, because I stayed like another half hour after you mm -hmm. left, um, I doubled back. Like, yo, so tomorrow, f 5 o'clock, I just want to know. So I have I have it ready. You're like, yeah, 5 o'clock for sure. I'm like, all right. Bomax is just like, make sure to have it hot. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Which is crazy because um, I like the door open. I think that's how it gets hot. Yeah, no, I mean, I would uh, honestly, that's what I plan to do. As soon as the show's over, if the door is not already open, let that sun in there. Damn, already? Yeah, <laughs> he said as soon as the show's going to be 9 in the morning. You really try to have it It's probably like 70 degrees in it right now. They said at least 85. Nah, bro, it's going to, believe me, I, it'll, it, it gets then, hot on its own. Yeah, like, but you like have to. Range him? No, right or here. Right here? Right here. Like, you you got to understand. They got AC, but they turn that off and they put that door like halfway. Man. But you got to understand, I'd jump too, rope you, right in yeah. front of that door. You'd yeah, be like You got to understand, too, you know, the heat rises. So so you got to really, you know, get it going. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. That's true. So it was crazy. Let me tell you. I was fucking drenched the whole time. No, no, yesterday? no. Yesterday? It was so bad. When I left, I mean, you saw I was there probably till like 830 at yeah. night. Pitch black when I walk outside. No more sun, right? Mm -hmm. I get in my car. Fucking turn on the air conditioner. It's a 20-minute drive home. When I got home, my shirt's still fucking wet from mm. all the sweat, man. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah, Hard work. Hard work, dedication, baby. Nah, it was that hot-ass gym. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Ness, like, yo, should I take my shirt off? I'm like, well, you ain't a fighter. What you taking your shirt off for? No, I brought my equipment, but then when I seen ESPN was there, because uh -huh. we were there before you guys with Devin Haney. And, oh, really? You know, they had the camera. I'm like, yeah. I don't want people thinking I'm over there trying to work out to get on camera. So I, I, I waited, because I don't like being there. Yeah, like, yeah. what, I'm going to be there sweating and not work out? I'd rather work out. Exactly. Because yeah. you're going to walk out of there so sweaty, sweaty. anyway. You might now, as well get your, your work out of Right. How has that uh, adjustment been, um, you know, What's the temperature like? Yeah, I mean, I've never been to Tosa, so what's that like in comparison to Vegas? A lot of fighters really have a hard time adjusting because of the air quality uh -huh. and the heat. How's that been for you? Man, you know, Tosa in the summer, it, it honestly kind of feels like the same. You know, it gets up in the hundreds, hundreds oh. and tens. And what? Yeah, Tosa does, yeah. Man, Oklahoma's got one of the craziest weathers, you know. Uh, summertime gets real hot. Wintertime gets snowy. Sometimes it gets icy. Damn. But... 
so we got crazy weather, you know, so I know how to deal with all types of weather, really, in the cold and in the heat. So, I mean, I've worked out in this type of heat before, too. It's crucial, but, I mean, I've never been in the gym, like, you know, like top rain. Yeah, it's real hot. You know, it was real hot in there. You know, our gym, we got AC back at home. So, I mean, we still work out. We still get a sweat in, but, you know, we don't keep it real, real hot when it's hot outside. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, uh, being from Tulsa, man, do you... Can you like name anyone else that we should be looking at that you think is the next come one? Up? Yeah, the next. Yeah, I mean, my buddy, man, David Perez. He's six and zero, rising man. He's undefeated. He, he's one of the hardest workers I know. You know, he's really just got his heart in the game, man. Just try, try, you know, try to be somebody trying to trying to trying to keep fighting. He wants to get a fight. He wants a good opportunity. Um, shout out to him, my boy, man. I've known him since. I mean, really, since we, bo- we both started boxing together in a way, so, you know, we've been, we've both been sticking to it, and, you know, I come from a gym when I was a kid, man, that I had a coach, but, I mean, really, we did a lot of work ourselves, like, me and him, we, we traveled to go fight by ourselves without a coach, just because it's something that we wanted to do, you know, and right. really, really, we didn't really have no, nobody there to push us, and, I mean, you know, we're grown men now, and we're still trying to, you know, figure it out, so. So, uh, I'm curious, uh since the pandemic specifically, we have seen uh, a number of cards come to Tulsa. Matchroom came and put the fucking ring in the middle of the street. And we saw an undisputed fight happen literally in the middle of the street in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We've seen top rank come on a number of occasions. Have you been able to attend any of those events and have has uh, those events kind of pushed you in a way given that that's your city motivated Man, you it, yeah and that, that's one thing you know i'm glad you brought that up because it, lately you know i've seen a lot of cars been coming to my hometown and it's just like it's crazy because i've never seen them come to my hometown like that you know and uh, every time i see they come man i gotta go i gotta go and i'm like you know one day i want to be on that car you know in my own in, in, in my city were you there for the matchroom one outside yeah yeah i was in the little alley yeah, yeah that was uh let me i mean I really wanted to go because it was like, when the fuck else is a fight going to happen in the middle of the street? Yeah. First of all... Was it the one in downtown? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for, first of all, I mean, it was just crazy to me that, that you know, at that point, I didn't remember any fights. And I remember, like, looking into it. I'm like, when the fuck have they done fights in Tulsa, yeah, Oklahoma? Exactly. Seriously, I was, yeah. I was, uh, I was shocked. Um but you know that's great. You know uh, we see we've seen Jeremiah Milton get on those top uh-huh. rank cards and be able to shine. So hopefully, pro debut goes well and you're able to you know because Jeremiah is very early in his career as well. Yeah, yeah. You he know is. I want to say maybe for his third fight was when he got on on the uh, top rank Tosa card. So mm-hmm. uh, hopefully you can do something similar and get the ball rolling and on a positive note. Stay, you know, in conversation with Bo Matt. Yeah. Because yeah, he we, can get you yeah, on those top-ranked cards. We already talked, and I mean, he's invited me out of Omaha before. I mean, he told me after this, you know, this ain't this won't be the only time he invites me. You know, he wanted me out here because of you know Kishan's fight, and and he just got the work that we 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 did in Tulsa, and um, he told me he also invited me to Colorado Springs where they usually train at, and um, you know, hopefully, hopefully I'll get that invitation, you know, sometime, and you know, man, I'm here to work and I'm here to just push myself to my limits. So, I know you guys. What's uh, your I was gonna say I know you guys just got here. I'm curious. I didn't. I don't think we've asked. Have you trained in Vegas prior to this? Not trained. I okay. Trained in here, yeah. So I'm sure you've heard Mount Charleston, 
Everybody runs Mount Charleston in Vegas. Have you heard or no? I haven't heard of it. Uh-uh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'm definitely going to ask Bomac today because I'm, I'm sure they've ran Mount Charleston. Uh, it's just a five-mile run up this mountain where you go up like 5,000 feet okay. during the five-mile run. Yeah. So definitely a hard run. Yeah. Usually fighters do it like uh, once a week in camp or something okay, like that. Okay. So yeah. some something to look out for because – uh, yeah, you know it's different, man. Yeah, it's and different, it is, man. It's and different. then, like, maybe that—I mean, the evolution. I'm assuming is different. Oh too, man, you know, so bro. Look, I've—I'm not—I'm not a fighter, so I have never <laughs> made the run. Yeah. But I'll be driving like side by and side. You when you get out the car and you just breathe, oh my goodness! You, you just you feel, yeah. just breathe in the air. You feel the difference. Like yeah. what the fuck? I just imagine, man, when you're in the running, you know. Right. No, nah, and I'm seeing these guys doing it in half an hour, 35 yeah. minutes. I'm like, wow. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. But, Ness, you got anything? Yeah, let me check. I put out a post for him earlier. See if uh, anybody in Tulsa stepped up. But um, I did want to ask anything that you might have picked up or something that maybe Bomac told you that you have, uh, I don't know, held on to or you know, found like it was some solid advice? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the moment really, we, we haven't really talked much, you know, but he's just, we've done mids, we've done, he's given he's given out pointers to me. And, you know, it's just something that I have in mind and it's some, something for me to work on. And when I get back home and like I said, you know, th- me just training with them personally, man, just, you know, helps me out a lot. For sure, so, man. Would you say Keyshawn is uh, the biggest name? That you've uh, shared the ring with or got rounds in with? Or have you been able to share the ring with other champions, Olympians, or anything um, like that? I mean, I've been able, I've been in there with, a, you know, obviously in the amateurs were some of the big names in, in, in the amateurs at the time. Um, I've also, um, about a year ago, I sparred uh, Abdullah Mason. Okay. Yeah, I sparred Abdullah about How a year ago. How you do? He was, he's, he's nice. Yeah, he is. He is, man. Um, so what happened? Uh, I lost to him. I lost to his brother in the semifinals. Is what I told you when I got ranked. So and, and and Abdullah was there in his corner. And once we got done fighting, he's like, "Hey man, he got contact with my coach, and he said, you know, I want to get some sparring in, you know, with Abdullah. Abdullah wanted to get some sparring with me. And uh, man, he came out of Oklahoma, uh, OKC, and I, I mean, I just drove about an hour and a half where he was at, um, and um, got some sparring in over there. Man, he was it was good work, real good work, real good work. Man, I got you know, like I said, I feel. I feel, you know, blessed to be even him to, you know, want to get some working with me. So, I mean, it was, you know, something I needed and he probably needed as well, man. Just work, you know. Yeah. Shout nah. out to you, man, because uh, you can tell your hunger, you know, the fact that you left your trainer and you came over here to get that work with Keyshawn. The fact you just yeah. said you drove an hour and a half. Yeah. One yeah. way to, to spar to with spar. Abdul Mason. Yeah. Uh, respect, man. I, I'm and definitely going to be tuned into your journey. Anybody yeah. that's Absolutely. grinding that much. Uh, you know, really wants and, it. And not yeah. just that, man, but at the end of the day... Uh, I know people that won't say, drive 30 minutes for sparring. No, I mean, I was going to say sad to say, but uh, some people put the work in, some don't. But even the ones that do, sometimes they get in there and they, they just don't got it. So, yeah. you know, I we saw you in there with Keyshawn yesterday, and I've seen Abdullah with Shakur. I've seen him spar Devin Haney. And I know he is going to be something special. Yeah. So, you know, that's good, man. You got to keep pushing, keep striving, and just use this experience as a, as a, just yeah. be a sponge. Soak yeah. it all in, man. Soak exactly. it all in. Yeah, and that's what I'm here for, man. You know, just trying to get the best work in. Obviously, I feel like, you know, 
they want to get some working with me you know i was telling me i'm doing something good so you know that tells me a lot and gets me more hungry for it so keeps me pushing for sure man uh i got one here from casual boxing fan he says when around top and up and come no when around top up and comers such as Keyshawn and others is there a certain pressure to perform with opponents that shouldn't be going four rounds with you and if so how do you handle the nerves that come with it and I think he's talking specifically since you're working with guys like Keyshawn yeah. and Abdullah Mason do you have pressure on your shoulders to get the win in under four rounds with whoever you're debuting I see, I see. Man, honestly, I mean, I'm the type of guy that, you know, no matter who it is in front of me, you know, we're boxing, it's, you know, I'm going to do what I do. I'm going to do what I do best. I'm going to do what I can do. And, I mean, it just builds being in there with these guys that I'm sparring in right now. I mean, it just builds, it builds, it builds up a lot of confidence in, inside of me, you know, to, for, my, for my pro debut and just, you know, anybody in the future in boxing, really. Because, I mean, these are, I'm, we're talking about top guys, you know, prospects that are coming up. So, I mean, it puts confidence in me, and I mean, I, honestly, I, I handle my nerves pretty well. I think, you know. I gotta, I gotta ask. Um, has Keyshawn been the fighter that you sparred who talks the most shit during sparring, or or, or just talks the yeah. most during sparring? Or well, makes a lot of faces because he definitely is yeah, yeah. grinning and smiling. Yeah. And then, yeah, I just picked up. He was and he'll be like. Oh yeah, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I was. And, oh damn! And yeah. I, I, I shouldn't say uh, maybe talking shit, but definitely uh, had the most. Nah, to it's say definitely some. Sh- it's yeah, definitely no, some it, shit no, it's talking. Some shit talking, you know. I mean, when we sparring and stuff like that. But I mean, like I said, I've only sparred Keyshawn twice, and you know, yesterday was really one of the times that I mean, we we you know we was talk a little little bit talking back and forth, but. Um, I mean, it's part of the game, you know what I'm saying, man? It's nothing but respect, and it's nothing but, I told him, man, let me know what I got to do. Let me know if I'm doing something wrong, and I'll let you know, too, you know what I'm saying? It's just the way it is, and I mean, I mean, yeah, you know, he, he, he does a lot of movements, man. He's real slick, real slick kid, you know, real fast kid. Um, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to adjust still. I'm trying to, I'm trying to see, you know, I'm trying to figure it out. So, I mean, we just, you know, keep, keep, keep it going. I got to ask, how'd you get your winning gear? Not Man. every not every <laughs> fighter gets winning, bro. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So when I when I said I went to California for a for a for one of the tournaments, um, I met a guy out there that uh, out in Cali. Like I told you, I went to the gym, worked out with him, and all stuff. And uh, he told me uh, he had a guy. He had some Japanese guys out there. You know, those Japanese guys that come from Japan to get some work in uh, Cali, I guess. Uh, one of his promoters or one of his managers or something had, you know, he had a bunch of winning gear. And I guess he goes back and get, he, he, he goes to Japan, brings it back to Cali and sells it in Cali. Yeah. So I was just there at the right time, at the right place, man. And I, got, I still got his number. I'm like, when I need some gear, man, I'm going to hit you up. Man, he, he sent me a couple sets already. So, That's so I got to put That's connected, dope, yeah. man. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, not everybody has that. Yo, Sometimes let me I- tell you, uh, the, when I op- we op- well, I opened, uh, I helped open the gym in Afghanistan uh-huh. a couple years ago. And so, you know, I was all into, like, the gear and shit. And I was like, yo, I'm going to give me some winning. Because I was like, <laughs> bro, we was sparring every fucking day. Yeah. Like, every day I'm sparring. You get what I'm saying? And I, I, has, I have some decent shit. But I'm like, yo, I'm going to give me some winning. And I remember looking into it. Yo, for the gloves, the headgear, and your protector, that shit was going to come out to, like, two racks. Mm. Yeah. Just for those three items. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah the gloves was like 500 just gloves man. for 20s mm. man let me tell you a story when i so i first got out my first winning gear set you know from my friend from cali he sent it over to tulsa 
man, tell me why I had it for about, man, I used it about three times. Man, I got broken into in my in my truck and and it was gone. Damn, Damn they gone. robbed you. Only used it two times. Brand new winning gear. Damn, wow. yeah, man, that really put me. Where down. they break into your truck? Man, I was at the movies. What? Yeah, I was at the movies and uh, man, I live in Tulsa. I live in Tulsa. But man. what? Your truck is hooked up. Like, why they target your truck? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. No rims, no tents, nothing. Not I mean, jacked tent, up. You know, tent. Uh, Just lifted up. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a twenty twenty one man. I got twenty twenty one GMC. I mean, I I just got it, so mm. maybe you know. So they just broke in and took whatever yeah, was, they didn't even steal the car. So though. so yeah. how long did it take you to be able to get another set of winners? Man, I mean I tried to get it as soon as I could. Uh, probably about a. I mean I hit up my boy right then and there. Probably got it within a month or so. Oh. Okay. And and uh, before having winning, what did you use? And then when you got it. Tell us some of the differences. differences. Man, so I would have used like a uh, ringside headgear, you know, gloves. I would use, you know, try to Everlast and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But like um, I had a Rival Cup, you know, it's a little bit more of the cheaper side of the stuff. But I mean, it's still good. It's still good. Uh, but um, man, winning, I feel like all their equipment is real light. You know, the headgear is real light. You're able to move your head more. I mean, you know, you don't feel a lot of, you know, heavy. Uh, uh, it's not heavy on your head. But um yeah, pretty much the, the the gear's real light. I mean, I like it. I love it a lot, you know. And the only reason I got the uh, crossbar, man, is because I broke my nose about a year ago, and I still haven't fixed it. But, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, part, of the, it's part of the game. Mm -hmm. But, um, I mean, I got that, you know, the, the crossbar just to help me out more, more protection on my nose. Yeah, Sean Porter uses that all the time. He yeah. don't spar without yeah, it. I actually like the open face one. But I mean, me too. I feel like the crossbar is hard to breathe you, with that shit right yeah, there. Yeah, it's just hard to see a little bit, you know, when you want to look down and stuff. But I mean, I've got used to would it. Would you be open to sparring without it if it's a big name? Because some fighters won't spar really? like that. Yeah, I've seen I've seen numerous fighters who won't allow the sparring partner to wear the crossbar headgear. I don't let you wear that shit because it's not fair. Yeah. I jab you, you don't feel it. Yeah, it doesn't stop you. Your eyes not gonna water. Your nose ain't gonna like. Yeah, I mean that's a lot of protection. But yeah, I get it because you're a fighter. You're yeah. a business. You can't break your nose. You got to exactly. fight that you're getting ready for. But like me as a competitor sparring you, uh -huh. not working with you was just like I don't know you. I'm in my gym. You come to the gym. You we spar. Yeah, I don't want you to have that because my jab yeah. is my weapon, exactly. and and you you know that's helping yeah. you block. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, if it comes down to that, you know, I would, I'll, you know, I'll do something different, obviously, but um, I mean, you know, it's just something I use back at home, you know, back in sparring, just to something for for protection, really. No, no, no. I mean, know. yeah, I have no problem. You gotta use it for precaution, man. Yeah, 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 I have no problem. I was just curious because I have seen it. You know, I've seen where fighters, like you said, sometimes fighters can't afford the higher end gloves, so. They'll show up with a pair of gloves, and then the 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 A side fighter or the champion or whatever be like, nah, wear these gloves. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's yeah. I mean, you supposed to. The yeah. Wilder never let you wear your own gloves. He had the champ had gloves for the champ and for the spawn partners. Yeah. Always three separate gloves for them. Uh, I've seen other, and they take yeah. them off of them too. Like after you can't go hit the bag with them shits or nothing. It's like you done spawn. <laughs> give me those back in the closet. Yeah, these are spawn gloves. Mm -hmm. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I got another one here from Israel Rubber in Oklahoma. Uh -huh. And he says, tell Angel he can get some small hill training and some sparring in our barn gym in Kingfisher County. Kingfisher County, Oklahoma? 
That's far? Uh, man, I haven't heard of that. I haven't mm-hmm. heard of that. But I'll look into it, man. I'll look into it for sure. And, man, I, like I said, if anybody in Oklahoma around me, I'm willing to get some good work in, you know. Um, I mean, Texas? I mean, yeah. Texas yeah. ain't too far, right? <laughs> yeah. How far is it Texas? Texas, from? Uh, Dallas, probably about four hours. Oof. Yeah. Houston, what? Houston is like eight hours. Shit. Yeah. But I've been to Texas. I've been to Dallas, man, just to get some work in, sparring. I've drove out four hours before just to get some sparring. With man. who? You well, and your team, coach? Yeah, my team, yeah, from, from, from Tulsa. Shout out to you, man. Yeah, we've, we've been, Those uh, are the things I like to hear, So, man. Kingfisher County is about two and a half hours uh, west of Tulsa. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Sounds other good. other towns, I guess, around the Hennessy. I don't know if you've heard I've of heard it. I've heard of that, yeah. I've yeah, so that. I guess, like, that's by it. Is Shibuya. that, like, south? So, it's literally west of... Uh, west of Tulsa? Yeah, west okay. of Tulsa. Yep, so... You know, if you interested, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, tell me, uh, man, look me up, man. Shoot, shoot me a message. What's your and, you Instagram? Know? Give your Instagram. Uh, so people, what is these? No, my my. Oh, Instagram, yours. Uh, my name is uh, Angel. You know, Angel Mora I, with a. Uh, you spell Angel with three E's underscore Mora. That's how you'll find me on Instagram. And that's A N G or A N J. A N G, three E's and an L. What A N J? What Mexican mm. spell it like that? Uh, I'm asking. Angel. You'll yeah, say, Angel. Yeah, you say, you know, you can say Angel, but it's spelled with a G. No, and that's what I was yeah. asking. That's what I was asking. I mean, you know, some people can spell it different. You know, yeah, no, saying? I just want people to be able to find you. Yeah, you know, yeah, that, yeah. that's yeah. all. A N G E E E L. A N G. Next Mora. comes the Mercedes A M G, baby. Listen, we're gonna go ahead and take a quick intermission, take a picture with Angel, and uh, let me see here, Bo. Is there something to come back to or what? Yeah, uh, we'll read the super chats, and we gotta announce our winner. It, which is Ill Will. So, Ill Will, please contact us so we can fly you out for Canelo Triple G. Next weekend. Three. Yes, indeed. Let's go. Ill Will. Uh, we do have a wheel and everything to show you that he won, but with all the issues yesterday, we didn't even get to show the wheel. Uh, but, yeah, Ill Will did win. So, contact me, Bo, Danny. We'll be right back.
Shout out to Kenichi Beer. Head on over to KenichiBeer.com and get yourself a pair of Hibernation 5 so you can listen to my show every single day. And this way, you can actually hear what Danny has to say. But See, don't. I can't talk over him like I do here if he's in your ear. But don't forget to use our code TBV. That way you oh, are yeah. able to save yourself a few dollars when purchasing a pair of Kenichi Beer Hibernation 5s. You know my pair in the car. I was just wearing them at the top range gym last night. Go get yourself a pair. I promise you, y'all will not be disappointed. And I know I've seen some people in the chat asking. Uh, Ness people was very complimentary of the shirts we've been wearing. So just want to direct everybody over to ftwrbrand.com. You yourself can get a TBV you authentic know. shirt from FTWR along with a lot of your favorite fighters Jared Anderson, Teofimo Lopez, Kayla Plant all with FTWR using our code TBV you are able to not just save on our items but all the other fighters that they work with as well that's right so use our discount code TBV Get to get you some that merch. Keller Plant shirt. Yeah, get you some merch, man. Caleb's fight's coming up. Get you some merch, the boxing voice. And I'm glad you said that because, truthfully, um, we needed to give them the link and, I guess, be specific that it's FTR that we're uh, obviously in partnership with because I've been getting sales from our old shirts. So those aren't the FTWs. Like, you guys, if you buy it from our site... It's not going to be the new, you know. It's not our new items. These are the new line. Like, we're no longer, you know, doing anything new. Like, they're handling everything. And, like, you know, these are amazing quality. As you can see, they have no sticker either. The inside is also, you know, the uh, foil paper lettering um, and just the feel of it. So, it's nothing like the ones we got on our yeah, we're not Normal wearing. Site. We're not wearing any. You know, everything. Has, this is an older one, though. Yeah. this is an older. But you know, TBV. it has been now. Everything is now available on ftwrbrand.com. And the you, link is in the description. Oh, excuse me, in the chat, Danny. So for those of you tuned in right now on YouTube, obviously it'd be everybody uh, who is live. You can head over right there. Get you some. Guess merch. what I just did. Farted. I hit the thumbs up, oh, and it went from 180 to 181. Thought you farted. So if you haven't already hit that thumbs up button, we would just ask that you take that second right now to go over there, hit that, because we need to get some bigger guests up in here, um, and we want to keep these chairs filled for you. We want to remain the breakfast club of boxing, and, uh, you know, we're doing our thing, so we need your support. Uh, I We got to check these Super Chats. Did we leave any behind? So I am refreshing now, champ. Do you remember the last one you got to? AJ Smooth, right? Well, he he got three, so we might have to go back, back. Okay, so I think you might have read some. Um, We did casual boxing fan. We got Jazz Jazz. Do y'all think Alicia has the gas tank to handle Mayor's work rate? That is true, but you know what, what, what I've seen throughout the years? Work rate gets cut down short if you're getting punched in the face. So it's like you could throw all these punches in a previous fight, but now if you find somebody like a Shakur that's accurate, bam, and he hitting you, you don't you you reluctant to throw punches because right. you know you're getting countered. Um, 
That being said, we got Chris Carlson. You can punch each other's face if no, you can punch each other's face in, but don't curse. Okay. Yeah, and he's talking about McKellar Mayor and Alicia Bumgarner. And obviously they're talking about you can punch each other's face in the ring. They don't want you to curse on the buildup. So I get Sky Sports as a network. Jazz Jazz, 11 back with another five dollar, well, five pound super chat. He says Nestor Thomas with the over nine and a half. That's right, baby. I told y'all. Uh, Jazz Jazz 11 right back with another one. He says, Danny, do you know anything specific Alicia was working on in camp? Head over to YouTube.com forward slash The Boxing Voice to check out my full interview and full workout. Like, literally, she was, it was like green light for everything. She let me record the full workout. So um, you can find out for yourself. I don't want to misspeak. Damn, green light for everything? Green light for everything. That's dope. Shout out to the chair. We got AJ Smooth that says, Ness is a Gemini. There's a nature. No, their nature is to debate. I look an emoji. I do love to debate me some shit. And he sent that when I was saying how you've put at least one of your previous co-hosts in a mental hospital. Hmm. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? We hey. got Jazz Jazz eleven five dollars says Fraser Clark Ness. Fraser Clark, okay. That was a the heavyweight heavy, that heavy, I thought. Yes. So that was right, right? Or was it backwards? Um, shit, we had said Fraser for sure, but Chris Carlson five dollars super chat bringing up Al Heyman twice. All right, we, we said that. that. AJ, AJ Smooth. We did not read the ten dollar who said respect to top rank wanting the grittiness. Don't need these boxers soft. Boxing is a classic sport. That old man spectating for no reason, blood, sweat, and tears. Here's a towel, not a damn smoothie. Mm. AJ Smooth, right back at you. He says, how was the sparring in Tulsa? We did that. Mad Bent, what up? Good morning. I want Kenichi beer. Where is Rashidi Ellis? Um, You know what that means. He wants us to spin the wheel. My man really wants those Kenichis. So... AJ Smooth, I mean, we could definitely spin for you. Uh, the thing is, my man's Jazz Jazz 11, he don't want us to spin for him. He made that clear. Some people want it. Some people don't. We'll leave it up to y'all. You know, we we just want to be able to offer you something. Damn, they saying bring a fluffy Danny back. Damn. Crazy. First, y'all was clowning me. Now, I'm... There it is. Hey, Matt Bent, you got it, baby. You landed on Money May. All you got to do now is just send in the $10 and put it on the Kenichi bill. You Because you Money it. May, you do it the way you want. You know, whatever you want, you get. Um, And now, I think the show has come to an end. Even though this is the show that doesn't end. Well, it goes on and well, on, Well, to answer friend. who am I the blogger and the rest of the world... I am your co-host, Ringwalk Danny. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, at Ringwalk Danny. We are the Boxing Voice. Happy to be joined alongside our wonderful producer, Bo. Where can they find you, champ? Huh? Bo Mason underscore TBV on IG. And the man, the myth, the legend. Ness GTO. himself. Instagram and Twitter. Catch me at your favorite fighter's gym. Catch us at the win today. Blue Wire Studios live at 12 Pacific. Show scheduled. 
3 p.m. Eastern. Arrivederci. We the show, out, man. The show is already scheduled for the win episode. If you want to join in, you already know. It's episode 7 right coming here, up today. YouTube.com forward slash La Voz de Reboxeo. Peace.